Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What do you know? Another roller coaster of emotions. More of the back and forth, just riding the wave, riding the wave here in the NBA playoffs. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, and we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So here we go again. Uh, We've got another blowout in the NBA. The Rockets are getting smashed by the Golden State Warriors, and we just continue to ride the wave. One minute it's up, the next minute it's down. One team is riding the wave. The next minute they're underwater and they're drowning. I, I don't mean to throw a surfing reference to you, Brady Quinn, here, because you're from Ohio. You're not really into all that. But out here in L.A., we surf, brah, and that's exactly what the NBA playoffs have been so far. That's not true. I love surfing. Okay. We have a lot of uh, a lot of surfing in some of the lakes there in Ohio. You, yeah. You'd be surprised. You, you figure out a way of getting towed behind a boat, how you can figure out a way to surf. Now, but it, it can be done. This is about the time in the show, Brady Quinn, that we check in on the pulse of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm, that's right. Okay? So, so we've got to check in on the pulse of the Cleveland Cavaliers. If you're just new to the show, Brady Quinn represents all of the Cleveland Cavaliers and their fan base. So every time you see um, 
that hashtag pop up from uh, Imagine uh, King Cobras or whatever their name is uh, by that band. <laughs> Every time you see that pop up, understand that the originator was none other than Brady Quinn. So, Brady Quinn, how are we feeling as a Cleveland Cavalier fan, the representative of the fan base? Uh, look, put it this way. I have my fingers on the pulse, my hand on the shaft, whatever you want to say about it. I am in touch, <laughs> in touch with the Cleveland Cavaliers fan base. And, and, and as I've been saying this entire postseason, come on, Jonas, how many times have I said this to you? I have told you how each series is going to play out. This one is no different. And just as we thought, once Cleveland got back to home court advantage, they took care of business. Now, that being said, it may have helped that they got a little additional rest. If we'll all remind ourselves, the last game they played before Saturday night was Tuesday night. So they had a good amount of rest, and that's key for a team that, on average, each player is about five years older on the Cavs compared to the Boston Celtics. So yeah. I think that played a part. I think home court advantage plays a huge part in, in any professional sport, but probably more so in basketball, right? I mean, people are up on you. Being in those friendly confines probably matters a little bit, and more so than shooting. You know, being with a familiar background, understanding you know how you kind of have to gauge that in, like that matters. And I think people who try to you know push that to the wayside have probably never shot a basketball before in their life. But all those things taken into account, this series after four games, it's going to be 2-2, and it's going to head back to Boston. Okay, I mean, you sound like a very confident guy. Like, you, you know for yeah. a fact it's going to be 2-2. I know for a fact it's going to be 2-2. All right. So I'll, I'll so, leave it at that. So we'll forget everything that happened in games one and two. We'll just did only you, Did focus, you watch game three? Yeah, I did, but we'll just only Did you focus. see the beating? Did you see the beating that the Celtics took in game three? Well, yeah, I watched the game. What I okay. mean, what, what I could sit through and watch because NBA playoff basketball, by and large, is just awful. But I mean, that's that's a conversation. I, I, I try to <laughs> you, listen. Really, I, you I, think I, it's awful? Listen, I, I try. The Western to, Conference has been great. You want it? You want some numbers? You're a big number guy, right? I you love want numbers. some numbers. Yeah, right. give me some numbers. Outside of what is happening in the Western Conference Finals, is this right going to be margin of victory? Okay, no, no, is that where you're listen, going? Listen, listen, just oh, just, just get ready for this. All right, Here we outside. Go. Of what is happening. And right now, Golden State's got an 11-point lead over Houston at halftime. You know, in the 69 postseason games. How many? 69. All right. That's odd. Yeah. Keep, uh, trust me, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, (laughs) If it was 83, I still would have said 69. Somewhere Bobo is really excited right now. Of course he is. Um, 69 NBA playoff games so far. 51 of them have been decided by three possessions or more. Okay, 41 of them by double digits. So basically, 60% of the time you turn on an NBA playoff game, you're seeing somebody get their ass beat. It's bad. They need to they they it I tried to offer this up. I tried to do it. You laughed at me. Everybody laughed at me. I tried to tell you when you keep giving people the ability to procrastinate and you keep giving them seven game series, you're just going to see some teams mailing in some nights because they got a lot of wiggle room. And that's what we're happening in the NBA playoffs. We've got another double digit margin at halftime between Golden State and Houston. These playoffs have not been good. Sorry. Is, is this you going back to your three game series? I, it's an you, old you know, you know the Cavs. You know the Cavs wouldn't be playing right now if that was the case. The Pacers were up. Hey, they, it, they would be playing. Hey, it's war out there, man. It's a, it's a, it's a violent landscape that I have painted for Look, the NBA playoffs. Y- and you, you can would be keeping. You, you would be keeping the MVP of the NBA. Yes, I said it. LeBron should and will win the MVP of the NBA. If he doesn't, it'll be a crime. Okay, you would be keeping the MVP of the NBA uh, from the opportunity of going to yet again another 
NBA Finals hey. and having a chance to really see the matchup that we all want to see. It, like, well, do you it, really want to see the Pacers versus the Boston Celtics? It's the way it's got to be, man. It's just the way it's got to be. And for a guy who spent a lot of time in the state of Indiana, you sure know how to roll up the bus and roll it back over their corpses here on the air. I mean, you you, you, you attended school <laughs> in Indiana, and you've got to rip their basketball team. Un- un- it, just totally unacceptable. It has unacceptable. nothing to do with where I attended school. It has everything to do with trying to see the two most competitive teams, the two best teams, squaring off to represent the Eastern Conference. And that is Boston. That is the Cleveland Cavs. Okay? Those are the two teams. It doesn't matter how you try to debate what you try to say. You would not be getting as entertaining of a series. And I understand the margin of victory in series have been a little bit out of hand. We talked about it before with the Cavs and the Golden State Warriors. What was that, two years ago? Where basically every single game in that seven-game series was a margin of victory by double digits until they got to Game 7. And it was exactly what we wanted to see. It was a close game. It was a great game. And the Cavs won. I just want to see good basketball. That's it. And I want to know that when I'm turning on and supposedly watching the best teams in the league and it's for all the marbles, I want to know that I'm watching good basketball. And all the NBA does is roll out instead of giving me a 10, they roll out five twos. I don't need that. Like, just give me, give me quality, not quantity. I want good well, what's, games. What, what's bad basketball then? Like, like, what are you saying right now? Is, you, can't just, man. You, you can't base it on margin of victory because I think it's streaky. Like, like you asked, you asked me, am I concerned at all about game four? Am I that confident in Cleveland going up or excuse me, tying it up two two? And I said, yes, because of this, I think teams are streaky. I think if you look at the way outside of LeBron, because he's been Superman the entire postseries, outside of him, when you look at the way J.R. Smith played and Kyle Korver and you know Hill and Clarkson, when you look at the way those guys played in Game 3, it was much better than what they looked like in Game 1 and 2. And it, it just seemed like, for whatever reason, the tide turned. And all of a sudden, Cleveland was shooting better and the shots that Boston was hitting um, back when they were playing at home. It wasn't the case in Game Three, like it was in Games One and Two, and that's that's what it's been. Like I don't know if it's it's a matter of the style of basketball being played, where you see more and more teams are taking more threes. They're they're trying to kind of stretch the floor more, so you're seeing more of the mid range jumper game. I don't know if it's a product of that. So you're either living by the shot and dying by the shot every night. Or it's just a matter of feeling more comfortable in the confines in which you're playing. And each team so far right now is holding serve. Each team, as at this point, at least in the Eastern Conference, has held serve as far as you know home field advantage. I'm not talking about just this series. I'm talking about the NBA playoffs in totality. It's bad basketball, man. Like they're the first, the first round was the great time. between the Cavs and Pacers. Brady, it was a great series. Yeah, that was the only. Do you know there's been two seven game series? You had uh, Milwaukee and Boston and Cleveland and Indiana, and that's it. It's been bad basketball. But here's the issue. Here's the issue: is you keep trying to change it. It's not going to change because of money. That's no, just the bottom no, no, line. Listen, I, I and I, I was saying this this weekend. There, like I want it. I have an idea, and I think it's a good idea. And it's to lessen, get rid of the seven-game series and all that stuff. So I, I want that to happen. But I acknowledge that it's not going to happen. Just like I would love to see a, a Yeti walk into the studio and do crank off the desk. But that's not going to happen either. I just want to watch it, but it's never going to happen. The owners in the NBA are never going to say, lower the number of games. They're never going to do it. My whole, whoa, whoa, point being, my whole point being, if you give people 
the ability to procrastinate, more often than not, they're going to do it. That's just a fact. And I think that's what happens in these series to where teams get down by a certain amount and just say, eh, F it. We got a seven-game series. What do we got to worry about? If this, you is, what the number you. Of this games, is what I told you last week. And by the way, the players aren't going to be for it either. You know why? Because they get a piece of that revenue sharing. So don't just blame it on the owners. No, I'm not blaming it on the I'm not blaming it on anybody. I'm just telling you from my perspective, it's bad basketball. And everybody wants to ball wash the league and say, oh, the league's at such a great play. This is so exciting. Is it really exciting? Are we really seeing good basketball? Three-fourths of the games aren't decided by less than three possessions uh, or, or in the postseason this year already. I mean, we're watching bad games, blowouts all the time. I'm tired of it. I want to turn on and see something exciting, and I haven't seen anything exciting yet. Here's the issue with, with your argument, in my opinion, because you're discounting the fact that when a team's down 3-0, they can come back, and they have come back. What was the deficit that the Cleveland Cavaliers came back from? Was it 3-1, if I'm not mistaken, yes. in the NBA Finals? Yes. So, so here's the issue is, if you want to end that series after three games, at five games, you miss an ep- epic comeback. Like, that's what you're rooting for. So unfortunately, like, I get it. We've all got to endure some of these games that are tough. But you also miss out on the chance of that epic comeback that'll be told forever. And that's part of the problem is you, you can't just look at each game in a vacuum and say, okay, here's the issue is these games are ending up in double-digit blowouts and all that. That's what happens at the end of games when you're down and you've got to get back into the game. In basketball, what do you do? You foul and you shoot threes. And guess what? When guys are hitting free throw shots and you're missing threes, it's going to get ugly in the end. No different than when you're playing football and you're down and you've got to throw it and the defense knows it and you end up throwing a couple picks at the end of the game because you're down by 10 points. That's how it ends. It ends ugly. But unless you're trying to come back and win the game... You know, you're, you're probably not going to end up winning close unless it's it's kind of a, a gut wrencher down the stretch. It doesn't always end up that way. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. For 15 minutes, could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Up next, um, somebody is feeling really good about their NFL career. All right, they're feeling really good about it. We'll tell you why they shouldn't. That's next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, uh, we may have a little bit of bad news for somebody's NFL career. I hate to be the bearers of bad news, but we'll spread that to you coming up here uh, in a couple of minutes from now. Uh, the Golden State Warriors with a 16-point lead, 59-43 over the Houston Rockets, uh, started the second half. Um, so we've got ourselves another blowout. But, in just, the NBA. but just turn it off. Just, yeah. just, just turn it off, though. Because Jonas Knox's life, he doesn't believe there's there's going to be a comeback. No. So just just turn I it agree. off. Stop watching. I, just it, right? go ahead, turn that off, and there, turn there's not us like off. a half of basketball left to be played. Still, hey, let me tell you this: turn that off. Three step process: turn that off, turn us up, and get turned on. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take. Here, here's the problem, the though, with that strategy. All right, here's the problem: live bed Jesus is going to make a visit, right? I, I would know. imagine he's got some useful information for <laughs> our listeners, and I would imagine that it also probably has to do with this game, right? Just ride live bed, I Jesus. mean, again, I don't— that, uh, He was hot. He was hot a few weeks ago. Not so much anymore, though. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I maybe he'll be here. I, I'm assuming he will. I, I, yeah, I have no real connection to him other than a piece of paper that falls from the sky onto the desk. Uh, okay. I mean, you, he, he does send that piece of paper to you. It seems like you get 
special treatment or well, special privileges. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, but for those of you, for the new audience listening, uh, Live Bet Jesus is a character on the show that appears every single week. He's been doing it for going on two years now, and he makes actual bets. It's yeah. not Brady. It's not me. It's definitely not me. And uh, and he just shows up on the show in the middle of nowhere and just starts making bets. Like a piece of paper falls down to the desk. I read what's on the piece of paper. It is a scripture. He gives his his pick, his prediction, and then uh, and then we go from there to see to see whether or not he wins. In the past couple True. of weeks, uh, he yeah. is not. He is no, absolutely but th- not. There was that one time though when he he asked you for like a, a I don't know a picture like a, a portrait of you in a pair of jeans and a white t shirt. I have no idea what that was about, <laughs> but that's all he asked for. Yeah, it was kind of random. I don't either. Um, yeah, it's weird. But, yeah, I don't. Uh, there there is one of those floating around somewhere, I believe. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. We'll let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Johnny Manziel is back, Brady. He is back. He has signed his contract with the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the Canadian Football League. Two-year deal. Apparently, there's some option for the second year. I have no idea how that works. Uh, All that contractual stuff, I leave that up to professionals like you. But we don't need to break down a CFL contract. The odds of Johnny Manziel getting back into the NFL if he plays well in the CFL, are? Probably 10%. (laughs) I mean, they're they're really low. Name the last quarterback to successfully transition from the NFL, or excuse me, from the CFL into the NFL. Probably Jeff Garcia. Okay. I mean, that's that's true. That's that's the last name you can really think of. What about in reverse, Henry Burris? Henry Burris was in the NFL, and he was terrible, and then he went to the CFL, and he won a couple of Grey Cups. By the way, Grey Cup is their Super Bowl. Yeah, and and you know why that is. CFL insider here. (laughs) You're you're big across the border. Um, Below the border, too. (laughs) In, In all seriousness, here's why. It's such a different game. I mean, at one point in my career, someone had kind of talked to me about potentially going up to, to, you know, look at CFL teams. And uh, I, I actually went down and met with the general manager at the time of the Toronto Argonauts. And I kind of talked to him about it. And I just, I didn't want it to taint my football experience because it's such a different game. I mean, look, you have three downs. So it is very, very much a passing league, which is intriguing. You have 12 players. You have forward motion. Mul- multiple people can be in motion. Um, but it, but it's different, and it's not the same type of feel. You know, Johnny Manziel is accustomed to playing for, what, 80, 90-plus thousand people in College Station and playing the SEC and then going to the NFL. You might get, like, 20,000 people. Like, is, is that really where you want to go and, and want to try to figure out a way of getting back to the NFL? I mean, after these two years, let's say there's not an NFL team waiting for him. And let's be honest. As much as we look at the NFL and say it's a quarterback needy league, there's also a lot of teams that just answered those quarterback questions in this past year's draft with quarterbacks who, I, I don't know, maybe you'd agree, they all look to be better NFL prospects than he looks to be. Well, here's what I, I was thinking about. What is the, transition-wise, what would get you more prepared for going back to the NFL? Would it be playing in the CFL or playing in one of these other leagues, this uh, Bill Polian League? I don't even remember the name of it. Um, the the then, Alliance of American Football, I believe. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, come on. It sounds like a liquor store. 
Um, and then I don't know. They got some good coaches behind this. Okay. They really do. So, it, it might it might be more legitimate than you think. That's okay, all I'm saying. Okay, so but that my point being is that would that get him better prepared? Is it is it a closer resemblance to the NFL game than the CFL is? Yeah. Then what is no doubt doing? about it? Is this just money? The, the, no, the problem is he can't play until next year. That league doesn't start until 2019. So the question then becomes, does he wait, sit around, become a year older, not play any sort of organized professional football, and and take you know a couple workouts here and there and see if a team's willing to sign him? I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I don't, I don't know that there was any takers. And I think there's a lot of people who said, you know what, you, know, you fooled the Cleveland Browns, but shame on you. You're not going to fool any of us. And if you want to actually eventually make your way into the NFL, you're going to have to go the long, hard way and prove it to us. Go up to Canada, go play, go play well, and then maybe we'll have some opportunities for you. And then we're, you're going to have to prove it again at the NFL level. That's very common if that's the case. But the problem is it is a long and hard road, and they're going to make sure that if Johnny Manziel is able to come back, he's going to earn it. Now, the odds are against him. But he does have an opportunity here. So you just hope that if, if the guy has his head on straight, that he can maximize his opportunity and maybe he gets a shot. But like I said, it's a different game, Jonas. It's hard, man. You got an extra guy out there yeah. kind of roaming around. Isn't the field wider guys, as well, too? The field's wider, the field's longer. I mean, there's a there's a lot of changes as far as how you go about handling it. And here's my here's my assessment, of Johnny Manso. All right. Coming out of college, you saw this, and you knew this was going to be his biggest issue. Much like a lot of the other quarterbacks we talk about in this year's draft, can they handle an NFL system? He never really read a defense, right? It wasn't his athletic ability. We know he has it. He had a strong enough arm. He was accurate enough. It was the fact that when he would drop back, he'd wait for a guy to basically push him out of the pocket, and he'd try to scramble around and create. And that works when you're playing at the amateur level, which is college football. It does not work when you're playing at the professional level. And so now he's going to be tasked with the same exact thing playing in the CFL. And the problem is those coaches, whether it's the Hamilton Tiger Cats, where he's going to be playing at least for the next two years. And by the way, just in case the team wanted him, I believe they'd have to buy him out of his second year of his contract. All right, so that's how that'd work. And I don't know that team's willing to pay that for it. So let's say he's there for the next two years. He's going to have to prove that he's going to be able to understand how to implement and execute a pro-style offense and not just drop back and try to scramble around and make plays. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I think it's good for Hamilton. It's good for the CFL. I'll watch it, you know, just to see what it's like. I, it, will it's you, though? I mean, will you watch, like, one or two games? Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll watch one or two, and that'll be it. I mean— And, it, and, and here's—by the way, here's the other thing. He's small, and they don't have the same protection up there. So when he wants to scramble around or he, he wants to sit in the pocket and all that and guys want to tee off on him— you better believe they'll have every opportunity to do so. Cameron Wake. There's another guy from the CFL who's had a good NFL career. How about that? Yeah, different position. Well, that mean, actually happens but, more. I mean, no, that, no, Brandon Browner. That, but, that actually happens a lot more common than you think let, with other positions. Let me just uh, go ahead and spill the beans here. That was me flexing my CFL knowledge muscles there on the air. Just letting you know I know a little bit about the CFL. Cameron Wake. Yeah. yeah? That's what yeah, I do, you're, man. You're big in the CFL. You're, you're big in Canada. <laughs> Listen, I am. I, I uh, tell yeah. him you drink Labatt's Labatt Labatt Blue. Is that yeah? Labatt's, Labatt? Labatt Blue Lights. Um, yeah, you fill light. the center Ooh. gap. Yeah, I, I had a, a Labatt Blue Light one time. Uh, yeah. I technically technically I only had one, but I ordered two. The second one ended up <laughs> well because the second one ended up on the person in front of me at a Penguins game. 
All right. So and uh, and oh, I'm. By the way, you're watching hockey. That's about as Canadian as it gets. <laughs> so I mean, so yeah, yeah. yeah of um, course, you know the CFL. Yeah, you watch hockey, of course. It's uh, like one and the same. Uh, so, but look, I mean, I think it'll be uh, you know we check it out and uh, and we'll see what happens. But okay, what's more likely? Johnny Manziel makes it back to the NFL, or he has an off the field issue. Oh God! Come on, this is a legitimate question. I think everyone out there who's listening to this conversation. Is probably thinking this like okay. what's the chance? What what's a better chance? Him playing in the NFL or him having an issue? That I mean, with something off the field. It, it's a little it's a little morbid. It's like uh, betting, uh, watching traffic and, and betting on which car is going to flip. Um, which was nearly me getting here. Um, I would say probably an off the field issue. I would bet on an off the field issue before he gets to the NFL. I don't. Yeah, think he's I, back I, the I NFL. don't know that playing in Hamilton is like a good or bad thing. Because it's not Toronto, it's not Montreal. It's or, in the uh, province of uh, Ontario. Here you go, Ontario. Right, but yeah. it, I'm saying it's not like near a huge city where he could get in as much trouble. So maybe that's good. But also, I know this from my buddies that I went to play college ball with, and they when they grew up in rural areas. Guess what? Those guys were wild because oh, there yeah. was nothing to do. So in their spare time, they got real creative. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? And then if you're in Calgary, which is a little bit of a cow town, uh, you, you'll go uh, cow tipping. Cow tipping? Yeah, you'll go, yeah. You'll that, go cow tipping. That's dangerous, tipping. though. Oh, yeah. yeah but, but, the, but you'll go cow tipping when you're underneath them. <laughs> Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, Brady Quinn is going to be humbled. All right. Brady Quinn, uh, you know him. You hear him every week on the show. He's one of the top college football and NFL analysts in the country. He's my guy, but he is going to be exposed this week. All right. Find out how that is next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, you just go ahead and you just sit back. Then you tell everybody in the car to shut their damn mouths, and you pay your respects to the gas man, That's David Gascon. From the Los Angeles Police Department. What's up, gentlemen? What's yeah. up, Gas? Oh, man, I'm just uh, having a... I have my fingers on the pulse, my hand on the shaft, whatever you want to say about it. <laughs> oh, That's just, true. Sorry. That's true. <laughs> just getting the night off right. And, it's uh, Brady's B-sides, everybody. <laughs> just, well... Uh, <laughs> just ride live bed, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Gascon go? Uh, uh, happy Sunday night to both of you. Anyways, get this thing going right now. Western Conference Finals game number three, Golden State and the Houston Rockets. Throws left wing Thompson to the corner. Durant, he'll fire. Three ball, left corner pocket. And he looks back at the Rocket bench. And a timeout for Houston. The Warriors have their first 21-point lead. Yeah, that called courtesy of the Warriors radio network. It was a blowout. Houston's trying to make it interesting right now. They're down by 13. It's 66 to 53 rockets are on the move steph curry in this game guys he's got 14 points but five of 13 from the field and one of seven from downtown in fact when you look at the overall body of work in the western conference finals he's connected on just three threes he's three of 20 from long range so far against the houston rockets this kind of goes back to brady what you talked about the top of the show making shots good defense bad defense whatever it may be curry right now just ain't getting things done right now in Major League Baseball, a handful of games have already been played. One in progress, though. It is in Houston. Astros and Indians are scoreless. Dodgers actually won another baseball game. That's four straight. They beat the Nationals earlier, 7-2. to two. Yankees, the top dog in the American, East, American League East division. They beat the Royals 10-1, to one, keeping pace 
was Boston. Angels took care of the Rays 5-2. That snaps Tampa Bay's six-game winning streak. And a great reminder, guys, there's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. My hand on the shaft. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Uh, I have uh, received word that Live Bet Jesus will be here in about 10 minutes from now. Ooh, uh, okay. lot, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting conversations have been had about him. A lot of people called him a uh, you know a six hit wonder. He hit six weeks in a row, and then he and then he just sort of uh, you know crapped himself the past couple of weeks. It's not not a not a good performance for Live Bet Jesus, but I do have it on good authority. He will be here, and he will place a wager on some sporting event going on right now. I believe there's two. There's the uh, baseball game and the NBA game uh, where the uh, Golden State Warriors are blowing out the Houston Rockets. What a shock. L- let's hope, though, that he doesn't bet on a, like a baseball game. Like, uh, that's, come on, that's not as much fun. It almost you sounds know? like you're trying to uh, urge him to go the other way. To maybe, I mean, I have no control over this. Well, I, I understand you have you apparently have no control over it. Again, you've got a pipeline to him. I mean, maybe you can kind of send it up the pipeline, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just whatever you do to get it up there, yeah. you know? Um, send it on up there to him, yeah. you know? Get ah. it up and uh, let him know that he needs to bet on something that we're all watching right yeah. now. You're talking about postseason basketball versus regular season baseball. Look, I, I, I will, if I had any way to communicate with him, I would. Unfortunately... You know, he's the payphone. He calls me. I don't have his number. I can't call him. I I, I don't. I mean, there's there's just nothing I could do. So hopefully he will. He will. You know, take your advice and and bet on the NBA. Hopefully, but but uh, we'll find out ten minutes from now. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, you, my friend, are in Chicago right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's correct. The That's home correct. of deep dish pizza. Mm. The home of Wrigley Field. Yeah. The home of the Willis Tower. The home of the Magnificent Mile. The home of some of the great steakhouses like Gibson's. And also the home of Ryan Pace. So Brady Quinn. (laughs) Brady Quinn. uh, You were in Chicago. Tell everybody why you're in Chicago and why you're about to be humbled. You are going to be humbled and feel really terrible about yourself over the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually attending as a uh, quote-unquote celebrity for Jason Day and Michael Phelps' uh, charity golf outing. It's tomorrow. I didn't want to go, by got... the way. I didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. So I was say, did your invitation get lost in the mail there? <laughs> it, I, I, it was a package yeah. deal that yeah. your half of the end must have got lost somewhere yeah. but um so so Jason Day his wife Ellie she's from Central Ohio I've gotten to know Jason a little bit just from my time being back in Central Ohio he does tremendous work with his foundation the Brighter Days Foundation so I'm largely there kind of in support of him I know Michael a little bit I bumped into him a number of times at different events um but you know outside of that he's a Michigan guy so him and Braylon Edwards used to kind of talk and hang out they'd actually drunk down me on St. Patty's Day and usually that was always interesting but um, Raylan Edwards you know, so, drinks, uh, just a little bit. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. He likes to have a good time. He's, no a, he's a great dude, man. Yeah, you should get him on the show sometime. We will. He, yeah. I'm sure he'd be glad to come on the show. Yeah, um, but so side now, anyway. But it, it got me thinking. This, like, so you get invited to different, you know, celebrity charities, things like that, right? It's it's not that often though that you have like two celebrities who are hosting it, where I don't care who they invite. 
you're going to be hard pressed to find anyone there who attends that's like a better athlete than them. Okay, like who who's going to show up and say I have more Olympic medals than than Michael Phelps? No one. And and you can actually probably extend that another 50, 60 years, and you're probably not going to see it then either. And then you sit there and look at Jason Day. Like Jason Day at this point in time, as young as he is and as good as he is, he's probably got an opportunity to be one of the best golfers, if not the best all time. Like I, I think that's fair to say, right? Mm-hmm. So so think about that. Like you're showing up at a charity event where you're like, yeah, the, these guys are as good as it gets. It, like no one's going to be more excited to see them. Then they are, you know, going to be excited to see you. You now, know what I'm saying? I, I have a couple of questions for you. So, yeah. are you a, where? And be honest, are you a good golfer? I am a 13-1 handicap. That's my index right now, which is not great. Okay, but keep in mind this: I've got a 21 month old, and I've got another one on the way. So I haven't had a, a ton of opportunities to really play a ton of golf. That being said, in a scramble, I am dangerous. Okay. All right. And and a scramble. Explain to people who do not know yeah. golf, uh, those people out there, me, what a scramble is. So a best ball scramble means if you play with a foursome, right? So there's five total players. I'm one of which I add on to four other players. Everyone hits a shot, and then you play from the best ball. Okay. okay? And then so from that point forward. Everyone hits a shot from the best ball, and then you play the best ball from that. So that continues on throughout the rest of the round. You always play the best ball of the group. So the reason why I say that is, like, I can hit pretty far. Like, I'm a probably, if I can hit it straight, I'm a 300-yard average guy off the tee, maybe a little bit more. So if I can hit it straight, like, I'm a big asset, and I can, you know, do some other things decently well, but I'm not that consistent. So the key is... I just need to be I need to be paired with a team where I've got a little bit of help and then we can do some damage. Now, uh what other celebrities are going to be there? Because you got Michael Phelps, you got Jason Day, and you got yeah. Brady Quinn. What what are the other celebrities uh, that are gonna be there? You know, so my brother in law, AJ Hawk, he will be there as well. Oh, it's um, good. Well, you took time away from the royal wedding to show up to a golf tournament. Good for him. <laughs> that is true. He was heavily invested into the royal wedding, which if you you'd have to go see his Instagram page, but that's a whole other story. Um you know, Urban Meyer's there. Uh, the athletic director at Ohio State, Gene Smith, is there. That's that's all I'm kind of aware of right now. I know there's a bunch of other like uh, musicians and some actors and actresses. I'm not exactly oh. sure. I guess I'll see tomorrow when we kind of get there. But um, it, it's quite the let's just call this. It's quite the diverse set of celebrities that are at this event. Now, are you going to be drinking while you play? It's a good question. Um, I think the event starts at 10.30 a.m., okay. so probably not in the beginning. Depending on how the round goes, I might need some swing juice. So maybe at some point you crack back a few, see how things are going, and then you try to find that sweet spot for the remainder of the round, hopefully. Yeah. By the way, yeah. you know you know what that sweet spot is for me? What's that? Uh, vomiting on myself. That's the sweet spot. Okay. <laughs> so, just a fun way to get it. Yeah, it is. Uh, if I were you, 10.30, first of all, that's not too early. I, I've seen your performance on St. Patty's Day. All right, so that no, is not true. Or ten thirty is true. not early. I mean, if you're willing to uh, to crank beers uh, while you lift weights on St. Patty's Day, you should be able to crank a couple of Bloody Marys, maybe a mimosa, <laughs> while you're out there uh, swinging away and uh, and and dueling with Michael Phelps on the golf course. Now, is Michael Phelps a good golfer? I don't know. I, I think he's all right. Um, I mean, obviously, no one's going to be as good as Jason Day. I mean, Jay Day is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I think he's pretty good from what I can remember. I think he plays in a good amount of these. 
Um, I'm, I'm just trying to beat AJ. All right, like that's the whole rivalry. All right, it's it's my brother-in-law <laughs> no and me going at it. We always do. And here's the thing: is he he crushes it off the tee. Like you should see how hard he swings. Oh yeah, he's a savage. He looks like he should be one of the Flintstones and be holding like a telephone pole. Like he <laughs> swings so hard, and that ball will go God knows where. But when he hits it straight, it goes a mile. And then surprisingly, he'll he gets up around the green. And he's got like this velvety touch. I'm like, I, I don't understand where he gets it from, and that he's able to transition from the tee to like this chipping game and his putting game. But he's he's actually decent. It's just basically getting to that point is really his struggle. Uh, all right, so that'll be fun. We'll uh, we'll check back in on this because I have several follow up questions that we'll get to later on. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next. Live Bet Jesus is hovering somewhere over the studio right now. I have it on good authority. Live Bet Jesus joins you next here on FSR. My hand on the shaft. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the worst song ever. What is Bobo doing? Uh, I don't know. He just did the Sea Walk, I think. think He's he's trying to ruin the show. Yeah. I mean, listen, half the music that gets played on here, I have no idea what the hell it is. Now, I, really I disagree don't. with that. I would say 99% of the music I think is awesome. But this song, I just, I don't you know. You got a problem with the yay area, homie? No, I don't. Then why do you have a problem I'm with I'm all for song? the bay, but like right now, this moment right now, I mean, come on, man. So you know what we're about with, to talk what's about. What's wrong with the Federation? Well, there's, there's nothing wrong with the Federation, Bobo. There's hey. just a place and time for everything. That time is not now, my what friend. What the hell are you guys talking so hold on. about? Being the fact that Golden State is play, playing a Houston Rockets, Golden State being up in the Yay area, so I can't play Yay area. Can we wait it? till the game is over? I mean, First of all, all right, the fat the lady is not saying yet. Oh, hold on a no, second. You can't. You're going to jinx them. Jonas, You're going to jinx right them. Hold on. Okay. They're, You're going to the jinx them, Bobo. Come, it's kind of over, dude. I don't think Houston's coming No, back. Hey, it's not over I, until I it's a, over. Excuse me, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> guy on the show here. <laughs> guy, on the, guy on the show here. Got a, got a question. Yeah, where, where are you at, uh, uh, you know, what, 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 the, what the hell is the yay area? Yay area is what you call the bay area. Yeah, it's the bay area, man. Come Why don't on. you just call it the bay area? Because it's the yay area. Yeah, ask Bobo. He, he knows all those answers. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, it, it can't just be the Bay Area, Jonas. All right, oh. it cannot just be that easy. I can't say I live in. I have to say I live in South Central. Like it's That's the right. Bay Area. Well, come on, don't yeah. don't talk tell, to me about tell South Central. Tell him, Bobo. Tell him, Bobo. I mean, come on, don't yeah. talk to me about tell- South Central. <laughs> Please. Look, dude, South you had one person ask about you on Crenshaw, and now hey, all of a sudden hey, you're the Messiah hey, that's of about, Crenshaw Boulevard. That's about two more than Brady has. Hey. So. No, that's not true. Hey, that's not true. Actually, I, no. I, I, take no, that back. Bobo. I had somebody ask me about Brady Quinn yesterday. Thank you. And by the way, Bobo, tell him, I used to take Crenshaw all the time to get to Manhattan Beach. <laughs> <laughs> see, right? See, and, and again, I'm not, as the voice, as the voice of Crenshaw Boulevard, I'm not, I'm just not going to disparage a great place by that. You know, I'm just not going to do it. I refuse to do it. I'm not going to mock them. Uh, I just just not really, mocking them. I'm just saying it's, it's logistics. So do you, so do you yeah. call it Yenshaw? Is that what you call it? No. No, it's just Crenshaw. Yeah. You don't call it Yenshaw. You just call it's it the just, Yay area. It's the Shaw. Back in the day, you cruised the Shaw. You didn't well, cruise Crenshaw, you cruised the Shaw. Right. Well, I am now officially Yost because I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. So, um, all right, so uh, so we are supposedly going to hear from Live Bet Jesus coming up here in a moment. He's already sent a tweet out. I don't know if you saw that, Brady. Uh, tweet no, came I out didn't. from Live I Bet Jesus. I yeah. uh, said the following: uh, If you if you think that it's Brady or myself, you're you're crazy. 
Uh, tweet came out uh, according to Live Bet Jesus. He said the following at Live Bet Jesus. Hello, my children. Can you feel it? Oof. Let's get wealthy and blessed next on Fox Sports Radio. So mm. he's a very confident guy. For for somebody who's lost several in a row, very confident guy. Do you think, yeah, do you think it's I, fake I, confidence? I can't feel anything from him. Mm. Yeah, you, no, nothing at all. You think, uh, you think this is uh, a... <laughs> that sounded really inappropriate. Yeah, you think this is a fake confidence there, Brady? I mean, it sounds, you know, fake it till you make it, right? That, yeah. That's kind of a quote. It sounds like Live Bed Jesus is trying to get back to that. Like, he, he's trying to fake it until he makes it again and gets back on that hot streak. And here's the thing, again, on the year, he's up. So if you're riding with Live Bed Jesus, you got to believe it, man. Nobody with the Jesus. Oh, yeah. He's back. I love this guy. Just stands in the pocket and trades. A true gunslinger, if you will, when it comes to gambling. Oh, I lost two weeks in a row. Let me go ahead and knock on your door in the middle of the segment and say, Yoo-hoo, daddy's home. The lights are out in the studio. Uh, I can't see a damn thing here except for the credits on a TV from some movie uh, that may have been the A-Team. I have no idea and why that was on in the studio here at Fox Sports Radio. I am clueless. But uh, the lights are out. A piece of paper is now falling down onto the desk. Uh, around that piece of paper is a light beaming into the studio here on Fox Sports Radio. If the light gets any closer, they can tell that I am profusely sweating. Uh, let me go ahead and pull out this piece of paper here. And read what's inside the contents here on Fox Sports Radio. So let that me go ahead and uh, really let me go ahead and grab this here. Uh, I will pull this up so you know this is not a radio bit. Here we are live on the air. It is today, on the twentieth of May, twenty eighteen, that I live bet Jesus proclaim the pick to be Warriors Rockets. Over 204 and a half. So there it is, Brady. An over-under pick from Live Bet Jesus over 204 and a half. What do you think about that? I, I love it because I think you look at the Rockets right now. They're going to do everything they can to throw up some threes to get back into this game. Uh, I don't love it. He's going to lose. <laughs> oh, man. Right when, I, right when I thought Brady and I couldn't be any closer than we already are. Right when I thought that Brady and I could not be have a better relationship, I just found out stunning news moments ago. We'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app, and we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Brady Quinn is in Chicago right now. He's at a charity golf tournament that he's going to be participating in this week. Uh, one to which he's going to be exposed for his 13 handicap or whatever the hell that means <laughs> in golf. Uh, a a uh, Put together by Jason Day, the golfer, who's very, very good. And uh, Michael Phelps, who's got um, uh, like 78,000 gold medals. And so Brady's doing the show from downtown Chicago, which happens to be my favorite city in the world. All right. Really, I, I love it but more I, than L.A. I, I know I know downtown Chicago better than I know downtown L.A. And I'm not. Why kidding. is that? I I don't know. I just, I've been there so many times, and I I could tell you 
streets, where to go. You get me in downtown L.A., I have no idea where the hell I am. You may as well put me in Zimbabwe. I have no clue where I am. <laughs> but you get me in downtown Chicago, I'll figure it out. I, I know uh, when I see the Rock and Roll McDonald's, I know there's a bar that's open until 4 a.m. right up the road. All right, so I know my way from my way around Chicago very well. But you were in the Fox Sports Radio studios in Chicago, and you've got a great view. And I happen mm-hmm. to know as yep. you sent me a picture, I happen to notice something in the reflection on the glass. You've got something pink in the studio, don't you? Uh, well, no, it's not actually in anything in the studio. There is a Chase Bank building in the background that's lit up with pink. Mm. And that'll go ahead and kill the rest of the segment here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I could have sworn that was something else that I saw. Could have sworn that was another no, pink object that I saw. No, are you? Are you? Are you sure about that? Yeah, hmm. I actually went back um, when you had you when you had made that comment. I went back and checked, and I was like, "No, yeah, Jonas is one hundred percent wrong." Um, so, all right. Well, then uh, I was going to point out that I believe that uh, no, no, no. Listen, uh, low, reflection lower part of the picture. I'm telling you, you have a pink mic condom on your microphone, even not the one that you're not using true. across the way. All right. Well, never. Oh, mind. okay. There, there is one across the way. Okay. If that's what you're referring Listen, to. Hey, and I got a pink mic condom, which means. We're buddies, man. Pink on pink, yeah. baby. Yeah. Throw that uh, bad boy on, man. Let's get pink. Some some disappointing news, though. What's that? The uh, the Rock and Roll McDonald's is gone. It's not here anymore. Oh, they closed it? Yeah, it's gone, buddy. Oh, well, whatever. You ever been yeah. inside that thing? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not, not even in existence anymore. It, if you walked into the Rock and Roll McDonald's in downtown Chicago and just yelled out, Heroin! 55 guys will turn around and go, Where? Where? You two? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. Actually, that's, that's not funny at all. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's actually kind of sad. Hey, the truth hurts. All right, so uh, so Brady Quinn, we are watching another compelling basketball game in the NBA playoffs. The Golden State Warriors have a one hundred seven seventy eight lead over the Houston Rockets. For those of you out there that are bad at math, that's a twenty nine point margin with five minutes to go uh, in what is perceived to be the two best teams in the conference in Game Three. You know what I hate about the, the how you keep trying to play this on what? as far as margin of victory what? is? What do you mean? It's getting chippy out there. Like you saw of Trevor Reza and you're, you're Draymond Green going 30. back and forth. I'm just saying, like that's another reason why you'd want to watch. There's drama going on that could potentially end up impacting Game Four, Game Five, potentially the rest of the series, depending on how things are played out. So, um, you know, it's it's something to kind of keep in mind. But it's a, it's another reason to watch because. Again, look, with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, yeah, you're right. Golden State's going to win. But there's still the question of the over. And our, our friend Live Bet Jesus has a little wager on that. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It could be close, depending if Golden State wants to sit on the ball and waste time. Yeah, 204.5 is the over-under. He bet the over. At uh, 107.78, uh, they're sitting at 185. So he's going to need 20 points in the final, what, five minutes here? So, Which you'd think would be easy. Yeah, but, but it's garbage if, time, if, man. Yeah, and, and if you're Golden State, you're going to be milking the clock every possession, or you should be. Yeah, it's uh, it's garbage time. But, I mean, we will keep you up to date on uh, on how that turns out uh, and whether or not Live Bet Jesus gets back on the winning side of things because he's been terrible the past couple of weeks, and, and Brady likes to make fun of him. Now, that, that's not true. My, my fault is he hasn't been winning. He hasn't been helping out all our listeners try to win, put a little extra money in their pockets. And the the issue is that we've got to you know hold him accountable. He got a little too cocky. 
got a big head after the, the six weeks, and this looks like he'll get back on track this week. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. Okay. He's not there yet, but it's close. Um, I do want to mention this, though, because Brady Quinn asked me to do something impossible before the show. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. Beyond time. Radio. Um, he asked me to do something. Wow. Uh, any, un- unbelievable, man. How many times, how many times have I had to sit here and carry zero? The, oh, oh zero. no. Oh no. Oh no. Are you out of your mind? Hashtag clickbait. Damn Fox Sunday games late Don't in the season. Oh, that's true. That's true. There's yeah. been a couple times there. That's um, true. So you were talking. Uh, you were talking before. The, you were talking before the show, <laughs> and you were saying, you were saying, all right, we've got to pick a rookie of the year because the rookie uh, premiere was it the rookie premiere they put together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For, first of all, for people, what the hell is that? They basically pick a bunch of offensive players. There's some defensive players, and what it is is an opportunity for all the um, trading card companies to go out. They have a photo shoot with you. And uh, they basically create some of your first rookie cards. Now, this year was a little different because they actually created rookie cards immediately at the draft. As soon as a player went up, got the hat, got the jersey, they created uh, trading cards off that. Now, um, they've always kind of had this formal way of doing it at the rookie premiere out in L.A., um, which is pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Like, if you're one of those guys drafted, it doesn't matter really what round. Um, For the most part, they send out the offensive players. And they all go out there. They take photos, their action shots, and all that. You kind of, you know, get to go to a couple of like little cool little parties and whatnot. Pretty fun stuff. Pretty cool stuff. So um, it's very seldom you see an offensive lineman go. But when I was drafted my year, Joe Thomas and I were out there, so we had a good good time hanging out there together in Southern California. Now, uh, for those of you, and there are people that are very crafty and creative when it comes to making cards and things like that online and, and putting together gifts or memes or whatever you want to call them. Uh, if we could get the actual, because they're going to sh- try and sell you the Baker Mayfield uh, trading card. If we could get the actual, because he's got two different trading cards. One of them is him grabbing his crotch. Um, so if we could get that one. <laughs> yes. And then if we could get the other one, it's called the uh, the Arkansas Exclusive, where Baker Mayfield has food on his shirt after being tackled by cops. If we could get those two, really would appreciate it. You've got it on pole. Could you make that happen? I, I cannot make that happen. Right. I have no idea who's actually going to be manufacturing that trading yeah. card. I don't know if anyone is. It's uh, it's probably going to be a black market thing. Like <laughs> if someone's doing that on the internet, <laughs> no one's actually selling that in any sort of legitimate capacity. Oh, it'd be great. It'd oh, be great. Yeah. What do you think he would sign that with? Uh, buffalo sauce, bourbon, or vomit? I don't know. Okay. This I, I don't even know if I can tell this story on air though. This, no, no, <laughs> wait, this, wait, this, hold on. Should this, we should we tease it? Should we save it? Is it a good uh, enough if you story? Want. Yeah, actually, okay. I should I, I should probably ask you during the break if this is okay, okay. to actually right. talk about on air. All right, okay. So we may or may not get to that story that might get somebody in trouble coming up next. But oh, yeah. this is this is what I want to ask you because you were you were saying, all right, you got to pick a, a rookie of the year. Okay, so if you were to take all the rookies in the draft, you've got to pick a rookie of the year. And I'll take you through how I when I when you you gave me the this option and told me this is an idea. This is how I approach it. I said, okay, well, let me go ahead and take a look at the first round of the draft. All right, let me see who's got the best opportunity. And I got to be honest with you, man. Outside of Saquon Barkley, who the hell would you pick? Like, who's going to qu- be... A quarterback? Okay, but no, but which quarterback is going to be in a position to where he's really going to light it up? I mean, which quarterback's going to be put in a spot to where he's going to be depended upon, to where he's going to get so many... 
chances to perform that he's a no-doubt slam-dunk rookie of the year. To me, Saquon Barkley's going to be the guy who's going to have the ball in his hands more. That, would, to me, would be the easier pick. Yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to go Saquon Barkley. And if you look at like a player who could maybe play the best of anyone, Quentin Nelson, he's not going to get any sort of consideration. Um, but Josh Allen's the quarterback, in my mind, that I think is going to play the most. And I think he's going to have the opportunity to look like the MVP, um, or excuse me, the, the rookie of the year, if you will. The, the other thing you have to think about is potentially like a defensive back, right? Uh, Marcus Peters, his right. rookie year, he was phenomenal. Or maybe Bradley Chubb, you know, playing opposite of Von Miller. Maybe all of a sudden he ends up having a huge impact and he has a bunch of sacks and a bunch of tackles for loss. And, and maybe he's a guy you throw into consideration. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. There's a number of guys. I mean, look, DJ Moore in Carolina, they wanted to go to wide receiver. That's who they went and took in the first round. I, I think the toughest thing about Calvin Ridley is he's got to compete with Julio Jones and Muhammad Sanu in Atlanta to be able to get those touches. So yeah. I think like he's the one guy I'd probably say, unless there's an injury and he gets hurtled into that position, it's most likely not going to be him. But I would think Josh Allen, maybe we're surprised there's another quarterback that plays lots in the mix. And then, of course, Saquon Barkley. But look, Alvin Kamara wasn't a first-round pick. Didn't he win Rookie of the Year last year? Yeah, and that that was my leading to my other point, is that the last two rookies of the year, offensively, Dak Prescott and Alvin Kamara, have been a third- and a fourth-round pick. So you, it's one of these things to where you can't really look at just the first round because Bovada, yeah. Bovada's a gambling website. I'm not familiar with their work, but apparently they uh, – they, they, uh, uh, they dabble. You better be, buddy. It's it's about the illegal. Well, yeah, try, and we're gonna dive into that because I have several pieces of advice for uh, for some of the players in the NFL that you currently know on what and what not to bet on. Um, but uh, Bovada's got their odds out that came out a few days ago, and Saquon Barkley was the favorite at plus one fifty. Which quarterback do you think they have as the quarterback favored to win Rookie of the Year of all the quarterbacks in the first round? Which one do you think they have favored? Probably Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and that that actually surprises me because I would have gone Josh Allen like you. Because if you believe that Tyrod Taylor's going to have a decent year because he's going to have a lot to work with, how is Baker Mayfield going to get more starts than than Josh Allen? He could be like Deshaun Watson where he only gets six or seven, but it's enough, right? And and you could have made that case for Deshaun Watson if not for Alvin Kamara having a phenomenal year and that team, um, you know, really really playing to his skill set. So. It could be Baker Mayfield, especially with the supporting cast. I mean, they've got some studs now wide receiver. I mean, they've got some pieces, so it could be. But I, I think the bet is more Saquon Barkley. You, you, if they're going to draft him number two overall, he's going to get a ton of touches this year if he can stay healthy. That's going to be the biggest key. Here's the, uh, just uh, quickly before we get to break, here are the Bovada and what they consider to be the rookies most likely to get uh, and, and the favorites in order. So go Saquon Barkley as far as rookie of the year. Uh, at plus 150, followed by Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Rashad Penny of the Seahawks at plus 1400. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like those odds for that. I saw I that I saw that down towards the end, and I said, well, they're going to try and run the ball, so they're not going to leave everything yeah. to Russell Wilson, so I thought that yeah. might be a possibility. Darius Geis of the Redskins at plus 1800. Ooh, that could be a good one. Um, Sam Darnold at plus 2000, but it's weird because I thought he was like so good. And then uh, um, <laughs> Ronald Jones II of Tampa Bay is uh, at plus 2,000, followed by Sony Michelle with the Patriots, which isn't happening. No. Uh, Lamar Jackson is at plus 2,400. And then uh, uh, DJ Moore uh, is another one. So, I mean, 
there's, there's a there's, couple there's some value picks yeah. there in the back end of that. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So, uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Why am I smiling right now? I have no idea why I'm smiling. Like, I know why. Impact. I hold on. I know why. Oh <laughs> Lord! Okay, right, huge news, God, huge news, and potentially a story that could get somebody fired. All of that is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, so we uh, coming up here in a couple of minutes. So we we still are trying to figure out if if a certain story, if a certain story can be told on the air because this story may get several people fired. All right, so we are still <laughs> we are we are still uh, checking. The, we're checking with legal. That's, yeah, that's who we're checking uh, with right now. We're checking with our attorneys. We don't know how much we can say or what we have to admit or redline at yeah. this point. All we know is that we need a little more time. We've got to be smart about this. All right, we, yeah. We've got yeah. to uh, dot the I's and cross the T's because I don't want to lose my job. Right? I really like my job, and I don't want to lose this. So yeah. uh, we, will, uh, we will let you know as soon as we've got clearance on that. Um, so that's, uh, that's coming up here eventually here on the show. Uh, also, if you would like to be a part of the hottest game show on Sunday nights, Headline or lie is less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Headline or lie, you can team up with myself or Brady Quinn, and you can become a star on national radio if you're sober enough. 877-99 on Fox is the number to call. 877-996-6369. Headline or lie coming up uh, in less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, he is back. Um, He is back. Uh, Look, a lot of people doubted him. Uh, I'm the only one that seems to support what it is that he does. I support his cause. I'm a big fan of his work. Ladies and gentlemen, Live Bet Jesus is back. He bet on the over-under in the Rockets and the Warriors at 2.04 and a half. And Brady Quinn, what happened? Well, uh, like we predicted, uh, Seth Curry got a little hot there in the second half. Steph Curry. You yeah. Said, you said Seth. No, I, Steph. I could have sworn you said Seth. Freudian slip? Is that? Uh, I mean, one? hey, hey. Is he a brother? Is that his dad? Yeah, no, that's his brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah maybe it's just, right. yeah, I slipped out. I, I hey. missed the T. Uh, either way, one of the Currys, I think Steph, he was he was lights out in the second half, which, you know, in a series right now that's two to one, they're, they're probably going to go up three to one when they head back to Houston, right? Um, just him needing that little bit of confidence. Like, he was really shooting pretty poorly up, up through the first two and a half, you know, two and a half games in the series for him to play like that in the second half. Like they, they might've just woken up a sleeping giant. Like yeah. Th- like that could be the difference in the series going five games. You look over at the East, maybe that goes seven. Guess what? You've got golden state winning the West with additional rest and potentially playing in, in my opinion, an older Cleveland team who's not going to be as rested. Yeah, it's uh, so so. Curry uh, went off for thirty five after a lot of people called him out and said, "Well, you know, he's only hit two twenty five in the second half." Yeah, he was uh, fantastic. So Golden State in a wipeout, one twenty six to eighty five. The final live bet: Jesus wins, the Golden State Warriors win. And my point being that uh, look, the NBA playoffs are garbage. We've got another blowout. Okay, so that puts us now. Are you ready, Brady? Out of seventy postseason games in the NBA playoffs, forty two have been by double digits or more. And I'm still watching. Uh, And I'm still watching, buddy. And I'm not saying that I'm not watching. All right. Now, did I tune back and forth uh, during the Cavs-Celtics game to the UFC event on Fox Sports 1 and then over to the boxing event on Showtime? Yes, I did. 
I absolutely did do that on Saturday night. But I will. I'm still going to watch. I'm just saying. Do you? You look. We both agree that they're never going to change the playoff format. All right. No. Even though I want them to, and I'm not the biggest fan of the seven game series in the NBA because we've seen time and time again that it's a blowout virtually uh, majority of the time. But do you do you see my point being that I think that it gives players and teams so much wiggle room that there's no real pressure to 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 get things going early in a series. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I don't because yeah. I think it gives the best team the chance to win the series. Because I think as we all talk about, right? We we talk about this in football because they had a they have a sudden death elimination type playoff system, both in college and the NFL. And what do we say? Oh, that team will beat that team nine times out of ten. Well, guess what? It, it happened to be that one time today where that team in football beat that team. But if they played a series, that wouldn't be the case, right? Whether it's Alabama and college football or whoever else you want to talk about, or you go to the NFL ranks and you want to talk about the New England Patriots versus pretty much whoever whoever else because they're the standard. I know Philly won this year, right? But I bet if you played that game, I don't know how many times – it would probably be close. I'd probably give the edge to New England. Maybe that's just because of recent history. You know, maybe you call me a Pat's homer if you want. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Philly will, will replicate it this year. We'll have to wait and see. But I think most people would put their money on New England in a five-game series against the New England Patriots or the, the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, right? And, 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 and the point is this. The better team has a chance to win. That is the whole point of this. When we get down to the end of it, we want to see the best two teams play. And that is why. And you and I talked about this in the NCAA March Madness bracket. It's great when we have upsets. It's cool when we see Sister Jean and, and everything else that went with it's Chicago not my Royal. Lover. She's just a girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. That we were break. No, but but you get my point. Like it's cool to see that in the moment. There it is. Talk about a free pass this guy got. Good Christ. What a terrible human being. Okay, if nobody else is going to say it, I'll say it. (laughs) The point is this, all right? As much as as it is entertaining in the moment, we look at it and we say, oh, crap, now I'm not going to watch the Final Four. Now I'm not going to watch the finals. Um, And maybe still watch anyway because it's the championships or it's because it's the Final Four. But it does water down what the competition looks like. Continue, Brady. I'm, I'm done. I don't have anything more to say. Will you just... Finish strong so we can break. <laughs> Come on, Brady. That was it. That's all I had. What a good point you had. Uh, but unfortunately, Brady, we've just seen a bunch of blowouts. I want to see good basketball games, and we've gotten crap served to us over and over again by the NBA. All right? And, and I'm, I'm still going to watch. I love the NBA. I'm a big fan of the NBA playoffs. I'm just telling you that it, it is it is a legitimate issue when this is happening over and over again. You don't think that, it's that the NBA is concerned? They, they, no, I don't think they're concerned at all. And, and here's the thing. If, if you want to be concerned, I, I think it's more because, and this is it's tough to make this case because right now we're watching the Western Conference and we're throwing that into, into consideration. And this team has studs on it, right? It's got James Harden who's up for the MVP. It, it's got Chris Paul. You know, the Houston Rockets have some really good players. You look at Golden State, they've got four to five guys you can consider all-stars. And so when you sit there and say, like, well, they, they need to have more parity, it's the way these teams are able to structure themselves to have all these stars. That may be the case in the regular season, but in, in the playoffs it doesn't matter as much. And you're still seeing this result. I, I think it's partially, I don't know, maybe it's something bigger than that. I mean, maybe it's the style of basketball being played. 
we're, we're seeing a much bigger contrast of teams being hot, shooting as many threes as we're seeing now, and teams being off. And that big difference between shots made and, and twos versus threes and that one-point swing that happens every one of those series, maybe that ends up being the difference in it in the end. Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter, blowouts or no blowouts. There's one consistent thing that we have seen uh, over the past several weeks here on Fox Sports Radio. Right? Don't say it. Three Don't words. say it. Three words. That's not true. Live it's just Jesus. this week. Live it's just Jesus. this week. The new audience. They weren't here last week, and if they were, they were hammered and don't remember. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. I know our we crowd. lost the previous two weeks, all right? Okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. They don't if, know that. If, they're, you, they're... if you wanted to say, if you wanted to say, what, seven out of nine? Is that what it's been? Uh yeah, it was seven out of nine, not bad. Seven out of nine, yeah. that's that's solid. Not I would bad. throw that out. That's real. That's legitimate. Yeah. Don't lie to our fan base. All right. right. Saying, I mean, for the people that have just tuned in tonight, I mean, he's never lost. Seven out of nine is pretty good. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Coming up next, we are going to play Headliner Live. You've never heard it before. It is Can't Miss Radio Gold. All right, we're looking for two people to team up with Brady Quinn or myself as we duel it out on the air. You can be a star on the radio if you're not too drunk. 877 99 on Fox is the phone number to call for that. Right now, though, for all the latest from around the world of sports, Gasman. Gentlemen. David Gascon. Gentlemen, like a good table in craps, let's sweep the board real quick. The Golden State Warriors, who many thought were in trouble after game two, have come back with a resounding win tonight in game three. And in doing so, it's their 16th consecutive home playoff win, a new NBA record. And they lead the Western Conference Finals two games to one. Final score, Warriors 126 and Houston 85. Yeah, I think Golden State covered that eight-point spread, fellas. Maybe. I don't know. Kevin Durant did pretty good. Why always have to be gambling with you guys? Unbelievable. Yes, of course it is. It's going to be legal now, buddy. (laughs) That's right. Kevin Durant had 25, but the high guy was Steph Curry. had 35 points, 18 in the third quarter. He was 13 of 23 from the field and also 5 of 12 from downtown. Golden State leads this best of seven series, two games to one. Western Conference Finals in the NBA, Western Conference Finals in the National Hockey League. Five seconds to go on the near boards, a tie-up. Two seconds, a centering feed, and it goes wide, and that's it. It's over. The Knights are going to the Stanley Cup Final. Two to one, the final score. Golden Knights Radio Network are the first expansion team in North America since 1968 to reach the title game. Golden Knights win it, and they'll face off against the winner of Tampa Bay and the Washington Capitals. Lightning lead that series three games to two. In Major League Baseball, J.D. Martinez continues to swing a red-hot bat. There's a drive, deep right center field toward the triangle. Jones looking up, and this ball is gone. Over the bullpen, into the bleachers, two-run homer, J.D. Martinez. He ties Mookie for the league lead in home runs. Two-run blast makes it 5 nothing. Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox Radio Network, they win it by a score of 5 to nothing. Guys, one other quick note, and this is mostly for Brady. Jonas has great knowledge of the city of Chicago. In fact, when I was out there in January, he he kind of navigated me through town. As soon as I mentioned 
where do I go where the Viagra Triangle is located? And he wrote me up, wrote me up some. He wrote me up a, a blueprint. Tavern on Rush, yeah. Gibson's. Yep. Uh, what's yep. the restaurant over there yep. that creates the triangle? And, and then if there's enough room in the cab, you go across the street to Dublin's. Okay, there it is. Yeah, dangerous Ooh. man. I've, yeah, I've, I've been there before. It is. Let me tell you something. Oh my God, I got. Oh man, you're a good Ru- friend. You're Russian good friend. division. La- last time I saw Bob here in Chicago, actually, I, we we closed it down that weekend. So he he knew that. He knew what was happening. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. I, don't even get me started. They, i got stories. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Dave. Uh, we'll let Dave uh, go have a cigarette reminiscing over Chicago now. Um, all right. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We are going to play another edition of Headline or Lie coming up here in just a moment. Do want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Right now, time for this. <laughs> News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. And so here we go. We do this every week on the show where Brady and I are looking for teammates. We're looking for partners in crime. Brady and I go around the country, around the globe, to try and find out who wants to be teaming up with either one of us as we go head-to-head. Here on Headliner Live. We'll explain the rules here coming up in a moment, but let's first meet our participants. Let's go all the way to Chris, who is in Las Vegas listening on Fox Sports Radio. Chris, what's happening? Not much. How you guys doing? Good. Uh, Good, what's, Chris. What's going on in Vegas, man? Right now, dude, with the VGK winning game six or five tonight. Ooh, that's right. On fire, and we're just that's right. amazing. VGK, a new uh, sushi joint in town or what? <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's, it's our hockey team. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, we l- it, it, come on. Listen, we talk it, it hockey does, on the show. It does man. sound like a uh, some some sort of disease. I'm gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> I know. By the way, yeah, VJK. How'd you know? Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, so Chris is in, from Vegas. He is in. Uh, Chris, who do you want to team up with? You can team up with either Brady Quinn or myself. Oh, Brady, come on. Thank you, sir. What 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 a J off. Uh, unbelievable. Like not even a hesitation. Oh, he wants to win, Jonas. Yeah, he well, wants to win. Go climb up the side of the Luxor, Chris, after we're done with you. All right. Uh <laughs> so we've got uh Chris and Brady here uh teaming up. Uh, let me see who I want to team up with here. We got a thousand phone lines here. That is not a lie, not an embellishment at all. A thousand phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio. Everybody wants to team up here. You know, let's go to uh the hell is that let's go to frank who is in columbus on fox sports radio frank what's happening oh nothing joe i uh, just hanging out having some wild turkey and uh i'm glad Ooh. to be against smoky tonight so let's get down <laughs> hey, uh, hey what did he just say hey, so frank smoky. so frank when um when you mean wild turkey, what are we talking about? You drinking from the bottle? You uh, you doing shots? How we uh, is it on ice? What are we doing here? I mean, it's it's just straight. We put it into a little yeah. bit of a, a Gatorade container, and then you ride your bicycle around town. You have some sips, and everybody knows what's going on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, we, let, let's get into this here. So you have you pour wild turkey into a Gatorade bottle, and then ride your bike around town. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to be nondescript about yeah. things so you don't go to jail. Well, it, it's so, funny. You know. It's funny because when Brady uh, would hang out in Columbus, he also would pour wild turkey into a Gatorade bottle and ride his bike around town. Only difference is his bike didn't have a seat. 
So that was uh, <laughs> that was always an un- yeah uh, that was always uncomfortable when uh, when police. I kind of liked it actually. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to the good old days. Uh, all right, so uh, so Frank, this is going to be fun. I'm really glad that you're my partner. Seriously. Uh, all right, Thank so uh, so Brady and Chris versus Frank and myself. Here's how it works, guys. Brady and I have a list of headlines here. It's either an actual headline or it's a lie. I'm going to start with Brady's partner. He's going to go to mine. If we are tied at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy? Easy. All right. Chris, first up here, all right? This is Chris, Brady's partner here on Headline or Lie. First thing up, uh, headline or lie, a man tried to hide his legless fugitive girlfriend by stuffing her in a plastic bin. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I know her favorite restaurant is IHOP. (laughs) 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 I'm going to say that's a lie. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a headline. You got to understand, Chris, when it's that ridiculous and it's Jonas, it's probably yeah. a headline. Listen, I do oh, it. Wow. It's called show prep, yeah. guys. Uh, a little bit of show prep and, uh, you know, some not so nice websites. All right, Frank, you're up. But before you say anything, will you do something for me? Sure, bud. Will you take a sip of that wild turkey and give me ah Damn after it. you're done? Come on, Frank. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me. I got to run through the house here. Uh, I know. God, you run through hey, the house. Hey, hey, you don't don't have me, to hey, hey, Frank, don't mean to put you out or anything, man. There we go. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you. There it is. That's the you good stuff. That all right, brother. Here we go. You see, all right? just drank out of the dog bowl. Right. <laughs> Headline or lie? California man is bludgeoned by a biker gang after trying to cut off one of the head members on the 405. Oh, that's that's uh, that's true. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. That's good. Is somebody telling uh, you jokes in the background there, uh, Frank? What's going on, man? <laughs> Jesus! All right, uh, so we are scoreless here. This you guys is are funny. yeah, this is going to be a bad game. All right, so we go back oh, over man. to Chris Brady's partner in Las Vegas. All right, Chris, you ready for this? Yeah, you know, after that last question with the amputee, this is probably going to have me stumped. All right, so here we go. Yeah, uh, very, very well played there. Very well played by Chris, <laughs> who will be uh, – uh, that is very well done. Uh, why, do, why do we have always handicapped yeah. jokes in his side pocket? It's kind of messed up. Chris will be opening up for Carrot Top later on, folks. Uh, this is, uh, by the way, you're probably better than Carrot Top. Uh, all right, so uh, Chris, here we go. Headline or lie? During Justin Timberlake's concert Saturday night in Miami, a former NFL quarterback was found passed out standing up in a urinal with his shorts around his ankles and a T-shirt that read, Eyes Off the Merchandise Jerko. I'm going to say true, just because, yeah. You're supposed to try to get these right, Chris. (laughs) By the way, it's not good to get it wrong. By the way, guys, the name of the game is headline or lie. Okay, not not true or I'm going to go with this. No, it's just headline or lie. Okay. This is why I don't gamble. All (laughs) All right, Frank, you ready, brother? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Headline or lie. Quarterback Carson Wentz was misidentified by Prince Harry, who recently just got married in the royal wedding, over 100,000 times on the internet this past week. That's a lie? That's true! Yes! (laughs) 
Unbelievable, man. What is he doing? Like, this is what, what, just, hedge? I have no idea. I'll, we'll I just go with I the first one. Down. All right, good for you. Okay, all right, well done. Hey, Frank, you're on fire, man. Just keep doing what you're doing, baby. <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing. Uh, all right, uh, back over to Chris here on Headliner Live, Fox Sports Radio. Chris Brady, Quinn's partner here. All right, Chris, you ready for this? Yeah. All right, here we go. Headliner Live. A buff national sports anchor shocked co-workers recently when he announced he's no longer eating meat. I'm going to go true. Oh, God. Headline. <laughs> headline. Yeah, that's a headline. Say hi, David Gascon. Welcome to a Headliner Live. That is a... <laughs> the Gas Man. <laughs> that is a true story. <laughs> Hey, Chris, by the way, well well done. Way to get on the board, buddy. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Here we, <laughs> now that we're off handicap, people, you can, you can you know excel in this part of it. Uh, here we go, Frank. You ready? Headline or lie? Man, 25, posed as a Hurricane Harvey victim and enrolled in a high school to play basketball. Well, if he was from Dublin, I would say it was a uh, headline. All right. Woo! I don't even know if he, if he got that right. Yeah, I don't even know. Hey, I have hey, no Roberts, idea. Why don't we give it a second before we get the bell off, right? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why Bobo's got his hand in his pants. Uh, like I actually just saw him tucking his shirt in, and I didn't realize he was tucking his shirt in. I thought he was, like, uh, shifting gears. Uh, all right. Um, here we go. Headliner live, Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox, uh, Brady Quinn here on FSR. All right. Uh, Chris in Las Vegas. All right. This is close right, to home, Chris. This. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Right. To honor the Golden Knights advancing to the Stanley Cup final earlier, Thunder from Down Under in Las Vegas is offering a chance to attend the game to the first person who can grab the tickets with a blindfold on. Headline. (laughs) What? Oh, my goodness. What? Seabus. What? What is C-Bus coming there, Frank? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having fun. Right, you are having fun. No one's going to doubt that, buddy. Hey, Frank, if you get this correct, we win the game. All right? Oh, we're, we're good. So stay we're locked. Good. All right, I don't think we're good, but uh, just let's go. If we get this correct, we win the game. Got it. All right, Frank. Headline or lie? The band Disheveled. Opened up for Justin Timberlake on his Man in the Woods tour down in South Florida this past weekend. Headline. Headline. Are you saying headline? It's a lie. He's tricking me. What? (laughs) Who is speaking right now? Yes! Yes! All right, baby! Yeah! No, this is tainted. Who was saying that? I I heard, I believe it was uh, the gentleman in Vegas, Chris in Las Vegas, trying to get in his ear, trying to talk a little trash. Uh, Chris is gone. He's uh, he's all gone now. Oh, you always do. Frank, Frank, Frank in Columbus. Just, <laughs> what? We're gonna let Frank go before we all get yeah, fired. No, let, um, you know, no, 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 like keep Frank on for a bit. Uh, Frank, it, well, is he still there? No, he he is uh, he oh. is gone. It was starting to take a turn. You know, you got to uh, got to cut these things. We always um, have the dump button though. Can't we just use that? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we use it on this show a little bit more than than uh, most shows. So we'll try and refrain from that. Uh, First right. off, was were you helping him? Was that you whispering? No, come on, man. Uh, this what is all band on the did up you and play up. In when you were what, what band? Uh, Disheveled. 
Oh, okay. Did you guys open for him this past weekend? We huh? did not. Uh, no, that would mean that we were good, and we were not. Uh, so trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminded of that daily. It was the dumb tattoo I have. All right. Uh, Brady <laughs> Quinn, Jonas Fox, uh, Fox Sports Radio, uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next. Um, so we may... We may get fired after what we do next year on the air. Find out whether or not we have our jobs here on Fox Sports Radio. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Who is this, uh, Little Funyuns or something like that? What's <laughs> the... Uh, all right. Uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You're so, such a hater. So Brady Quinn. I swear, bro. So, why can't we get some, like, E-40, man, or something like that? Why can't we have a 40? I just played the Federation, and you want – okay, never mind. Not that song, but – You know what? I got you next Next. Thank you. Next so song. you know what I'm talking yeah. about. I, I know you know where to go. Yeah. To the yay. Dope, dog. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. So we have concluded that this story is okay to tell on the air. Brady Quinn, oh, take it right. away. You're a rookie in the NFL. Um, set the scene, what happened, how it went down, and uh, <laughs> and just let, we'll just leave it as is. So we're at the rookie premiere, and as I stated, you know, it's not very often you get an offensive lineman to go, but, you know, Joe Thomas was drafted number three overall. We were both drafted in the first round of Cleveland together, so – he went out as well as I, as well as the rest of the um, offensive players, some defensive players. And it's kind of a long day. You're kind of standing around doing different a- action shots and whatnot. And at one point, a photographer said, hey, I want pictures of both of you together. And you know, here's what we're going to try to do. So while he was kind of getting set up, he was kind of talking to us. And, and he kind of walked in on a conversation between Joe and I. And we were talking about where to live in Cleveland. And <clears throat> Joe was explaining to me he had walked through a house of a teammate in Cleveland who was trying to sell his house at the time. And the realtor had walked him up in the master bedroom, and then they walked in the master bathroom. And to their surprise, there is a big pile of crap sitting in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no toilet paper, lid was up. And I looked at him, and I I was like, are you serious? And the photographer thought this was hilarious. (laughs) And my first thought was, I go... Why wasn't there any toilet paper? And he goes, that's what I was thinking. And so then we got into this whole theory of like trying to figure out who would take an enormous poop without like having any sort of way of wiping. And then, like, then I was, wait, wait, why didn't it smell bad if it had been probably sitting there for a while? And he's like, that was my next thought. So basically, Joe was saying how, like, Annie, his wife, and the realtor were like, why, why were you so interested about this toilet full of poop? And I'm like, no, it, it actually is kind of interesting. Like, who would go in there, go number two, <laughs> not wipe, and then leave it? And then how does it not smell? How is it odorless? Like, how is it not permeating throughout the rest of the house? So needless to say, Joe and his wife, Annie, did not buy that particular house. Uh, and that player held on to it and actually turned his dining room into oh, a, I believe, like a mixed table. Like it became basically like a DJ booth stand, um, but it was fun. It was it was a good place to go hang out. Now, um, that, that was oh all I remember God. from the rookie okay. premiere. By the way, now, the only, that's the only thing I remember is that story. Now I do because this is where things get a little a little sketchier because people out there are trying to figure out oh like who is it who is it oh like who who's 
who's the player you're talking about who left a big dump in their toilet and didn't use toilet paper? Well, we don't know like, that it was him. Well, Could have been someone okay, else staying his place. But did you guys call out Phil Dawson eventually? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a story going on in the world of sports that maybe isn't getting talked about a lot, and we will determine whether or not it should be talked about or whether or not we're just making stuff up. That's coming up here in just a couple of minutes. He over there is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, and like every single week at this time, we are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Brady Quinn enjoying the beautiful skyline of Chicago. Uh, what is it, like uh, Like 85 degrees there, like 87 degrees in Chicago? Just a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful setup. It's like 50, and oh. it was cloudy and rainy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not, not been fun in a lot of areas. Uh, it wasn't fun no. for the uh, Houston Rockets, who were uh, smoked on national TV. Bludgeoned, yeah. I think is one way of putting it. Yeah, that's not a uh, – who do you think feels – and I'm trying to. How can I? How can I? Because the obvious answer would be, well, the the Celtics feel better because they have a two one lead. But who do you think feels worse about their game three performance, the Celtics or the Houston Rockets? Hmm. Um, that's that's a tough one. Probably the Celtics, only because if, if you could make it three zero in that series, and and you could carry the momentum from the first two in Boston. I think it. I, I think you'd almost say like that. That's the nail in the coffin. Like it would be really hard for the Cavs to come back from three zero. Um, so pro- probably the Celtics, only because they kind of had a good opportunity, and I don't want to say they blew it. I think going into Cleveland trying to get wins is tough. And if you followed the Celtics this entire regular season, look at their point differential from being at home and on the road, drastically different. And that's why I keep saying to you, I'm confident this series will be 2-2, and it's going to come down to whether or not Cleveland can steal one in Boston in order to win the series. Well, Boston better win that game. Um, they better win game. If, if Boston wants to win the series, I think they got to win game four. I really do. Because if you get back to game five, and now you start to tighten the screws a little bit on young players like that, and you've got Ooh, LeBron yeah. James on the other side. <laughs> it's not just LeBron, though. They have so many other players to experience. Like Kevin Love's been there. Kyle Korver's been there. Jarrett Smith's been there. Like I think those guys, like as much as you want to get on them for some of the blowouts in these games, I think there's something to this team saying, you know, we've been here before. You know, you don't win this series at this point in in, in the game or in the series, right? It comes down typically to games five, six, and seven. That's when you make or break a series and win. They know that. They've been there before. They'll let the younger guys kind of, you know, expend all their energy early in the series. I'll just put it that way. And I was thinking about this as well, too, and I wanted to run this by you because this is a theory, but you'll probably think it's crap because uh, that's what you do. Um, <laughs> so, and, and it reminds me, back in Super Bowl thirty seven. One of the stories that came out, there were two stories that came out of Super Bowl 37, uh, Tampa Bay and Oakland. One of them was Barrett Robbins uh, had a meltdown and uh, was, uh, you know, drinking uh, moonshine, um, uh, tequila, and whatever else he could get his hands on through an IV at a donkey show in Tijuana uh, the week of the Super Bowl. Now, I, I can't confirm all those details. I just hope that that's what happened because if not, what a waste of time. And the other one that came out was how the... Raiders and Rich Gannon talked about this before to where they got up to the line of scrimmage and you had Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp calling out certain plays, calling out. They they basically knew what was going to happen. And that was because John Gruden was so familiar with the personnel 
in Oakland, and since he was the coach of Tampa, he basically ran scout team and was the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on scout team, and he was telling them what to expect from Oakland. So when they got out there, they were at a heavy disadvantage. Do you see any possible? I find it hard to believe that throughout this entire series that Kyrie Irving, who knows the Cavs as well as anybody on that roster does, he was there longer than LeBron was as far as the tenure goes. Do you? I find it hard well, to believe not, that not completely. No, I mean, not, not in totality. Yeah. First there. yeah, but I'm saying like this this second run. Yeah. You, I, I find it hard to believe that Kyrie Irving isn't sitting down with Brad Stevens or isn't sitting down with players and telling him, listen, if you see so-and-so do this, expect this. If you want to rattle J.R. Smith, do this. If you like, I just I find it hard to believe that that's not happening. I know Brad Stevens is, is a great coach, and he deserves a lot of the credit, but I just find it hard to believe that if you have intel, you wouldn't share that with your team. I think that might be part of it. I mean, it, it, it's a small part. You know, football's so different only because, like, the second you hear them, like, knowing you're calling out your calls or trying to dictate what you're doing with your plays or game plan, you make adjustments. And then you're setting everything else up off that, right? Um, so, you know, familiarity is one thing. But what most people find out is, you know, games are won and lost, in particular in the NFL, with the adjustments that are made and then executed in the second half. And I would imagine it's very, very similar in the NBA. You know, you can come out and do whatever you want in games, you know, one and two. At that point in time, you've probably got a pretty good idea of how each team's trying to play one another. So as much as Kyrie can kind of help them with a scouting report, like at this point in the series, I don't know how much it matters. And I think it would probably have a bigger impact if he could be on the floor too to actually take advantage of some of that, right? Like he's practiced and played against these players in competitive situations before. So if he was out there, maybe it'd be a little bit different. You know, it's it's kind of like in baseball. Like you always hear when players you know try to steal signs and tip you know guys off. Some guys don't want to know when they're at the plate. Like you can sit there and say, okay, I know a fastball is coming. I know I know off speed's coming, or maybe a curveball. The problem is if there's any doubt whatsoever that that guy's wrong, and you're loading up to a fastball, and next thing you know, it's off speed. Right. It's really really hard to adjust to. And that's essentially what I think any professional athlete goes through when you've got a guy who's been with a team and you think he's leading you in that right right direction because of a past playbook or past terminology. And next thing you know, you know what you know Omaha, right? What Omaha means is now drastically different than what it did before. Yeah. And 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 you know what I'm saying? So that happens all the time. I mean, I remember in football, we would go through after we watch a game, we'd go watch the normal coach's copy, right, from the sideline and end zone. And then we go through and listen to the, to the TV copy because we knew that every defense was listening to the verbiage that you could hear that those mics down on the field would be able to pick up. So anything that we could make out or even that was iffy, we'd say, let's change it. Oh, and then wow. we changed the terminology because we didn't want defenses to have an idea of you know what our phrases were, what our terminology was. So I would imagine that the NBA is doing the exact same thing. Yeah, that's uh, no, I, I hadn't, hadn't thought about that. That's interesting. So you guys would actually go through just to see how it would sound – over the television, and if it was too obvious, you'd go and you make changes afterwards. Exactly. Wow. I mean, literally, like it could be something where we said, you know, one word for it. Maybe it's a state, maybe it's Ohio, and then we, we've got to find out another term where I say, okay, now it's Oregon, now it's Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? And so that way, you know, by, by the way, we're probably giving defensive players way too much credit when we did it on offense because in the heat of the battle, you know, those guys are their first responsibility is A, getting their guys lined up based on the call, and then B, making adjustments to whoever we're lined up. 
you know, they're not like they might hear some terminology and all that. And if they play an easy defense, maybe they, you know, can get lined up quickly and then pay attention to what we're saying. But if you move with a fast enough pace, or even if you don't, but you shift in motion, the second you're moving players around, then they have to adjust. So they're not as focused always on your verbiage. And that's where, you know, I think again, all that stuff gets overblown. Like, think about if you're playing one on one and, or, or let's say, excuse me, let's say two on two. Like, there's no one else to help you, right? You're, you got your guy and your guy's got his guy. They could talk about whatever plays they want as far as terminology, but it doesn't matter in the end if you t- do can't figure out a way to cover the, those two players and get stops. So, like, as much as, again, you can know what's coming, if guys are good enough at executing it, it's not going to matter if you can't stop it. Well, and I also think there is something to paralysis by analysis. I remember hearing um, Bruce Arians when he was the quarterback coach for the Colts and he was working with Peyton Manning. And I remember him in an interview, it might have been like his football life documentary or whatever, and he said that he would tell Peyton Manning because sometimes he would just, he would study so much that he'd be obsessed with the studying portion of it as opposed to just trust your instincts and and react. Like I I remember the first time I ever did an over-the-air report for a local station in L.A., I took all these notes and I jotted all these different stats down and I studied and I made sure I had everything on, just everything was perfect. And then I call in to do the report and it was the worst thing you'd ever heard in your life. Terrible. Because I don't, <laughs> I, I completely, I overthought it and I, and I overprepared for it. So I do wonder if, if some of these teams, and like you say, you know, let's not give in the heat of the moment, things change. Um, it's about reaction. You know, sometimes you're not thinking about everything that you studied. I do wonder if there are players out there, whether it be in the NBA, whether it's in the playoffs when you have a bunch of time in between games or whether it's in the NFL, whatever. I wonder if there are players out there who actually do more harm than good by over-preparing for games. I wonder if that's a real thing. I don't think there's such a thing as over-preparation, to be quite honest with you. I think sometimes that can get in your way as far as just allowing yourself to play and then trusting your instincts or your intuition in the moment. Like, I do think that's part of it. Like, I think here's here's what we're not really highlighting in this series, because the whole topic of this discussion is how much is Kyrie potentially helping out Brad Stevens? I think we're underselling how good Brad Stevens is and how big of an impact a coach can make. Like that's something that I feel like at the NFL level, from my experience, having a good play caller can literally make or break your career. It's a hundred percent true. I don't care who you are. Ask any quarterback if you've got a guy that can dial things up to put you in a position for success and where you have answers. It doesn't matter what they do. You're always going to have a response that you feel confident and decisive in. And if you just trust your ability, you'll usually be able to execute. And I imagine that translates, too, to the NBA game. And that's one of the things that, again, as much as we want to sit there and talk about how great Brad Stevens is, I think that's part of it. And I think Tyrone Liu is getting outcoached. And we've already seen that in the postseason, so that's no surprise. Well, and I also think that, that, that as far as Brad Stevens' reputation, there is something, too. When you look at how many players he makes significantly better over the course of their career, what they're what – they're, their average and what their numbers are, as opposed to when they get to Brad Stevens, he gets guys paid. And if you're a player around the NBA and you go, hold on a second, Brad Stevens is the reason that Evan Turner got $70 million from the Blazers? 
yeah, yeah. I'll sign a one-year deal and go prove it. Like the, I, I really think that they're going to be a free agent destination for guys out there looking for one-year prove-it deals hmm. because Brad Stevens has the ability to make guys better. Look at all the hey, – Jay who, Crowder who does that remind you of? Who does that remind you of? Uh, Bill Belichick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it shocking that they both happen to be in the same sports town? Yeah. I, 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 I think, man, that's, that's what – when you bring up the great coach versus great player, and I was talking about this last week, I mean, if the, if the Boston pulls this off, and if they lose game four, they're not. But if they pull this off, we're talking about Brad Stevens, who went in three consecutive series and beat teams that had the best player on the floor, whether it be Giannis in the first round, yep. uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid in the second round. And then <laughs> Both LeBron, those players. Yes, yeah. and then LeBron James in the third. That's unprecedented, man. <laughs> it's yeah. unprecedented. It's crazy. So but, I, I'm well, curious again, to see what happens. Pipe dream, but if they could beat Golden State too, or you know Houston, whoever wins yeah. the West, but probably Golden State. I mean, that in itself would kind of like I'm not gonna say it solidifies him as, yeah. as being one of the best coaches of all time, but it would be the strongest case we've seen in one single year. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, I am going to. This is what a good teammate I am to Brady Quinn. I am going to demand an apology from an entire university, an entire fan base, and an entire sport. I'm going to do it on behalf of Brady Quinn. A lot of people out there, you included, owe this man an apology. I'll tell you why next year on FSR. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Coming up here in just a moment, we are going to demand, or I'm going to demand an apology from uh, an entire fan base. And you know what? While we're at it, an entire sport. That's coming up here in uh, just a moment because uh, I believe that you guys owe Brady an apology. We will get that out of you. I will squeeze you like an anaconda. That uh, is that, that sounded really is that the most appropriate most appropriate way of describing that? I, that's it's the first thing that came to mind. I I was uh, next to Bobo in the stall. You know what's um, funny is I was talking to what? Bobo about that movie in particular, and he just said he was so happy that Ice Cube survived. That's all he cared about. Of course. <laughs> that movie's so bad, man. That movie is so bad. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I love that movie. The black man lived through the whole movie. God. Was J-Lo in that one? Uh, uh, yeah, she is. first one. Yeah. Wasn't the it? first one? Yeah. You watched Anaconda 2? There's, there's a second one? It's called Anacondas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that was actually um, one for like the kids, but uh, I think that was like an adult film. Yeah, I believe. I think that Anaconda was something really else. I really wish buddy. I was joking, but yeah. there was actually a part two to Anaconda. Was um, Ice Cube in it? No. All right, so not. so then no. here's the question. Here is the question for Brady Quinn here, live on the air. I promise we're going to get back to sports here in a second. This is really important, though. Here's the question: Are you more likely to watch Anacondas two or? Black Panther. Mm. This is a tough one. I mean, I've I've already seen Black Panther now. I mean, when you have a seven hour flight, there there's just there's not enough movies to watch. Oh, you so you did you did I see. did see it. I did see it. It was Good like the you. third choice on that seven hour flight, but I did eventually watch Black Panther. But I've been very busy, but I actually have set aside a couple hours. I'm gonna watch Black Panther as well too. Guess when I'm watching it? When? May 32nd. Oh, yeah, that is it. always a popular will, date uh, yeah. for mu- movie viewing. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you know, I, l- let me say this. It, it was okay. It wasn't as great as everyone hyped it up to be. Uh, I found it entertaining enough, although I did fall asleep at one point. 
Uh, literally fell asleep for like a half an hour, woke up, and was like, ah, I guess I'll finish the rest that's, of this. That's always a good sign. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, uh, Fox Sports Radio. As we Bobo are said here is in his Black Panther T-shirt. Yep, uh, we are brought to you by uh, Granger. <laughs> the, you have a T-shirt? The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, Brady, <laughs> there was I a... Just... What, that Bobo's got a Black uh, Panther T-shirt? Target? Is that where you got that? Yeah, is that, uh, that's like where you get all those superhero T-shirts, right? Actually, no, I bought this one online. Mm. It's oh, the famous line when he walked in and says, hey, auntie. All right, man. That's a famous line. That's a famous line. That's going to live throughout eternity. Ask anybody who's seen that movie. It's right next to You Can't Handle the Truth. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's what you think of great lines. Right next to You Can't Handle the Truth. Was that from the Muppet movie? Um, (laughs) It's it's what I've told several exes. Um, (laughs) All right, so uh, Brady, several months ago here on the show, and we've got to tell this story, all right? So several months ago, Something came out, and we didn't think it was that big of a deal. It was literally the last segment, the last two minutes of a show that we did. You mentioned something on the show, uh, sort of that you had spoken with somebody, and, and we got buried a few months back because this all of a sudden started making the rounds. And for the next week, it was everywhere. It, it even showed up as a topic on Around the Horn on ESPN. Yep. Um, to where they they played the audio from our show, except they put the Jonas Knox show with Brady Quinn, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> That's like the one thing I'll ever have oh, over you man. for the rest of for the rest of my life is that one thing. Everything else, you've got it. Uh, you've got it in the bag. Uh, but that one thing to where ESPN thought it was the Jonas Knox show and Brady is Quinn was it, just is it calling your in. show if you don't open the show. Like, like, <laughs> no. like is, is today my show? Well, is that you know, how that works? With the uh, with the <laughs> magic of radio editing. You'll never know. You will never know. <laughs> Just the uh, some brilliant things behind the scenes here at uh, at Fox Sports Radio uh, when you and uh, Joe Davis, uh, Joe Davis makes you late. Um, all right, so when you're calling games together. Um, all right, so you came out on the air, and during the show, you talked about how you had spoken with somebody at Michigan. Yep. Um, you didn't name the name or whatever, and they said that the idea of a lifetime contract Jim Harbaugh had been floated around. There was this possibility. We got crushed. And I don't know why I got crushed. I didn't even do anything. All I did was laugh. And we and it wasn't like you were saying it was going to happen. You were surprised by it as well, too. But people buried yeah. us. Said, oh, that's fake news. What a bunch of crap. That's not the case. And um, wouldn't you know it, Brady, earlier this week, Michigan Athletic Director Ward Manuel said the following, quote, I want Jim Harbaugh here until he retires. So what I would like now is for everybody out there that criticized you, that doubted your source, that called you not credible, that made fun of this show, that ripped us, that mocked us and laughed at us when the topic showed up on Around the Horn several months ago. I would like everybody to right now, whatever you're doing, I don't care if you're in the middle of taking a leak. I don't care if uh, you're at a restaurant. I don't care if you're at a drive-thru. I don't care if you're showering. I don't care if you're having a private time uh, under the sheets. Whatever it is that you're doing, (laughs) go ahead, put the lotion down, get down on your knees, and you apologize to Brady Quinn. He was right. You were wrong. Apologize now. That's an order. You know, can I just start off by saying this? Like, like we take, in in all seriousness, 
like we do take our job seriously. I know we joke a lot. <laughs> we do take we do take our job seriously. And I wouldn't ever throw something like that out there unless I thought it was something that was was legitimate. And when again, when I, I'll go back to what I said before, when I was told this by a source that I was confident in, he had, you know, when he said that to me, I said, that doesn't even make any sense. And just to kind of reiterate the conversation, you know, we, we I said, I don't know what, what that would do only because coaches get bought out of their contract all the time. You know, what does a lifetime contract even look like? Because um, eventually you have to prepare for the uh, successor. Um, and, and, and again, it doesn't stop you from doing anything. And, and, and my inside source had talked about the fact that this was trying to go on behind closed doors because Michigan alumni were tired of hearing about how Jim Harbaugh may leave to go to the NFL and all that. And again, not that it would stop that, but at least if you had him locked up into a long, long-term deal, you know, maybe it helped recruiting, maybe it helped other things, only because parents and recruits look at it and say, this guy's not going any, anywhere anytime soon because the buyout would be so big. There's no chance the university would want to move on from him. And, you know, so that's one way of kind of looking at it. And I think from Jim Harbaugh's standpoint, you know, it'd be nice to have that sort of security, right? And people truly investing in you. Whereas if you go back to his time as a head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, I mean, think about it. What, what really good job comes open? In the NFL. Yeah. Not many. Like, not many really good jobs come open. Sometimes they hire from within. That becomes kind of tough. I mean, obviously, they they go through their whole protocol, and they have to satisfy the Rooney rule. But, you know, he doesn't want to have to go back and deal with what he had to deal with with in San Francisco. Or he had to battle it out, you know, and and try to plead his case to Jed York. He doesn't have to go through that. And and the job that everybody threw out there for a couple of years was, man, if the Indianapolis job opens up, he's got to take that. That's a great job with a franchise quarterback. Those don't come along often. Yeah, that job was so hot that Josh McDaniels said bleep you, and they had to hire Frank Reich, who was option Z on their list of candidates. Okay, that's how hot that job was. So it, it just— Well, and by the way, the Andrew Luck shoulder speculation, not knowing where he's at with yes. all that, maybe that's another reason why you, you maybe don't take it or even you know contemplate it. Um, it, And it's like you're not going to just come on the air and make something up. Like, no. Like no, nobody here does that. We're not just going to make things up, okay? Like we'll bust balls, we'll tease each other and have fun, and this is sort of like— End of the week, let's let it fly a little bit. But nobody's going to come on here and make up stories. And you wouldn't make up something if you didn't feel like you got it from a good source. And when you've got the athletic director who comes out and says, I want both uh, Jim Harbaugh and the basketball coach here for life or or till the end of their careers, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, which is the same thing. Yes. Um, To me, like there's something to it. Now, Now, there's a bigger question. Why would he want Harbaugh there that long? And it's and it sounds like they are so invested in Harbaugh, not only financially but emotionally, that there's no turning back now because they were an embarrassment before he got there. He's turned things around, but he hasn't exactly delivered these huge wins that a lot of people thought he would. But at least he's got him back on the map. No, he's he's got him back on the map. They're recruiting well. I I think. The things that he is doing are innovative. I mean, they're going overseas for some of those trips, like their trips to Rome and all that. And, yeah. and I, I was talking to a former teammate of mine in Notre Dame because, you know, he's left now. He's actually, you know, working abroad. But he said, man, it's crazy how nice it is to be able to travel and all that. I wish we were able to do that in school. I wish it was, you know, mandated or mandatory. And I said to him, like, that's, that's what Michigan's doing right now. 
You know, and, and that's something that I think it is kind of a leg ahead of your competition, right? And, you know, maybe it's not for all recruits. Maybe it's just for guys um, who do want to kind of get the full college experience of great football, good education, and exploring and kind of going out and seeing different things. Um, maybe, maybe that's for them. I don't know. All I know is this. He's a really good football coach. He's he's going to be able to get them eventually over the hump. I mean, look, the hard part is they've struggled versus Ohio State. They've struggled versus Michigan State. And those are the two no-nos, right? You got to be able to beat the Buckeyes in that big game, which is the game, right? And then you've got to be—you can't be, you know, second fiddle in the state. And Michigan State right now, Mark D'Antonio has kind of made them that um, the past couple of years, past few years. So, you know, those are the two biggest hurdles. And I think after that, it, it's then, you know, again having this sort of success that I think they're hoping for. And I got to be honest with you, Jonas, they got this Shea Patterson guy transferring in from Old Miss. I think he could potentially bring them over the top. I'm telling you right now, the kid can sling it. He might be the best quarterback they've had there since Jim Harbaugh took over. Uh, bookend uh, road games uh, to start the year and then to finish the year. At Notre Dame to start the year and then at Ohio State to finish the year. So have fun with that. that yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be a good time. Uh, all right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next year on FSR. Uh, A major announcement was made in the world of sports. We're going to find out how it's going to affect many athletes around the country, including yourself. That's coming up next year on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Gas Man. That's Commander David Gascon from the Los Angeles Police Department. David Gascon. Oh, man. It's going to be back with you guys again. Yeah. I begged for like three months to get back on this show, and Jonas was like, nope. What a crock. <laughs> nope. What a bunch Hell of crap. No, what, no. What, a, what a bunch of crap that is. Brady, do you know what he does every night after the show's over? Uh, grab a few beers. He goes to Malibu, goes to Mastro's, and That's takes a, a picture That's of a his lie. cocktail and his cocktail That's napkin. And he's like, F you, gas man. That, that, F that, you. I, I actually, you know what? I could actually see that. I know Jonas tries to play this whole, like, oh, I'm salt of the earth. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. blue collar. Like, I could actually see him doing that hey, yep. because he does tend to know some of the ritzier places. No, yep. listen, knows them quite well. I'm just one of the guys. All right. I'm wearing a, a t shirt, uh, some <sighs> jeans with holes in them. Uh, my shirt's real baggy. It's not even that tight. Um, I, I no, have a hat on. That's odd, then. I, I didn't do my hair for radio. I mean, I, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is not true, Gascon. I think you're on to something. I know. I am. I definitely am. Guys, it was uneventful in the Western Conference Finals tonight. Game number three went to Golden State. They ran away with it. 126-85. to It's their largest victory in postseason history as a franchise for Golden State. And Draymond Green talked about the response. I think we felt a little threatened, and we came out and showed that. Uh, It's important going into game four that we approach with that same mentality. Uh, It's not... The mentality that we're up to one, you know, we got to go on, you know, almost feeling like we're down to one, you know, we're able to get one in Houston. So now, you know, the way to protect that is come out game four, guns blazing, trying to take care of business. And now, Jonas, you talked about it. Game two is decided what, his by Snapchat. 20- is that what I talked about? <laughs> oh, calf raises in the urinal. Yeah. No, uh, we were w- about wasn't that he either. in Anacondas? Wasn't Draymond Green yeah. part of that yeah. calf? Yeah, he was a stunt That's elbow. Bobo told me. My hand on the shaft. <laughs> yeah, he was a stunt double. <laughs> game two is decided by 22 points. Game number three by 41. <laughs> game four will be on Tuesday night at Oracle, 9 o'clock Eastern. Meanwhile, in Major League Baseball, tons of action. Everything is now in the books. Astros beat the Indians 3-1. to one. Lance McCullers went seven at eight strikeouts and a one-hitter in that ball game. Diamondbacks have lost 13-17 and nine of their last ten. They get beat by the Mets this time. 4-1 Cubbies win 
in Cincinnati. Six to one was the final. Yankees ten, Royals one. And in the National Hockey League Western Conference final, are now over. Vegas Golden Knights, an expansion team heading the Stanley Cup final. They won tonight, beating the Winnipeg Jets in five games. 2-1 was the final. And gentlemen, online car shopping can be confusing at times, but not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to Malibu's most wanted, right. Jonas Knox. There it is. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Aware of 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. Um, by the way, do you see what the hell the Rays are doing? Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, it's a baseball team. They play in front, <laughs> they play, play yeah. in front of like 16 people every, every night. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're putting their – Sergio Romo, who's a reliever, he started the last two games. So they're doing it in reverse to where they're putting the relievers first and then the, the starting pitcher second. Who the hell is that? I, I mean, it's an interesting strategy. I mean, yeah. why not? This isn't this isn't uh, at a carnival. You ever seen that show Carnival Eats? Where they're like, well, yeah. I was I was a real big fan of pizza, but I also liked cornflakes. And then at the same time, I really liked burritos. So I just put them all together at once, and I did this complete opposite I, of what you would normally do. Like it doesn't it. Does, like you're trying too hard. It's weird. Well, here's the problem: is the business side of baseball in that in that sense doesn't make any sense. Because it, you're, typically you're paying your starters really yeah. good money. And that's because you want them to go as long as possible or until they reach a certain pitch count, and, you know, or if they're not doing well. But at that point, then you take them out, you bring in a reliever if they don't get far enough into the game to bring in your closer. But the, the economics of it don't make any sense. Like, why are you then paying the starter a ton of money if, I mean, look, your closer's going to go, what, an inning? And then you're bringing in your relief pitchers and you go to your bullpen. But what does that mean then? Your starters pitching how many? Four innings? Five yeah. innings? Is that even worth it? Like, I just, I think there's the potential for those guys to, you know, go six, seven, maybe they go the entire game and, and pitch a complete game once a year or twice a year. Either way, like, it, that's why you're paying them for that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's very, uh, very bizarre. But, uh, but that'll conclude the baseball conversation for the next two months here on the show. Uh, Brady <laughs> Quinn. Um, so. News came out, and I, and listen, I think we've got to give credit where credit is due. Um, I think I think a big reason why this happened, um, sports betting, the ban on sports betting in the country has now been lifted to where states can allow gambling, sports gambling. Uh, I think a lot of people anticipated this was going to come sooner rather than later, but I think we've got to credit uh, our dear friend Live Bet Jesus. I think his popularity, which has skyrocketed his success, yeah. um, a guy who's been on fire as of late, um, on fire as of late, meaning he hasn't won this week. Well, uh, listen, you're only as good as your last bet. And live bet Jesus, uh, seeing his success, I believe that people saw, well, there's an opportunity for us to cash in on this. And so sports, the ban on sports betting has been lifted. Uh, so here comes the next obvious question for you, Brady Quinn. Which player in the NFL is going to get busted for gambling on his own team first? I, I love that narrative because I don't understand if people have concerns about it now <laughs> because of this ruling in the court system. Answer the question, Quinn. No, but well, why didn't they have concerns about it in the past? I know, like, like I know. what's really changed that much? Just because now it might be a little bit more accessible? It's not like there's still not going to be a ton of safeguards involved. It's not like the punishment still isn't going to be the same. Uh, and I'll get to the players in a second, but here's the deal. So this is what the... 
Supreme Court ruling ended up amounting to. It was a 7-2 or 6-3 decision, depending on you know how you go about reading it. And that's too complicated to even get to on the show. But it basically gave the states, okay, all 50 states, the power to then decide whether or not they wanted to legalize sports gambling. So big picture, it was more about like giving states rights over the federal government, meaning instead of the federal government just saying, yeah, it's, it, it's legal, sports gambling is legal. They've said, you know what, we don't know how we feel about this yet. We're going to refer to the states. If you guys want to legalize it, a la marijuana right now, kind of similar to that in that sense. Go ahead, and then we'll kind of come in there and we'll figure it out once things start to take shape. So, look, states like Utah, they're not going to legalize sports gambling. But a state like New Jersey, oh, yeah, baby, that's going to be legalized you know, by the time and it should be approved uh, for the NBA Finals. So you should be able to walk into some sports books. I want to say Manmouth, I think. Don't quote me on the name. I think I pronounced it right. Like, they should have a sports book ready to, to actually bet on the NBA Finals. Pennsylvania, West Virginia, or Mississippi, like those states are set up for it. I, so, the, no, go ahead. I, I, no, I just finished because I, I had a follow up, but I'll wait till you're done on the player. Well, right? so, so, so the question becomes, you know, what is it going to look like? like? Like everyone sits there and thinks to themselves, okay, like sports gambling is legal. I, I have this bookie, or I bet on like an, an overseas offshore account. It's illegal, but like I'm still able to do it. Like, how's this going to change? Well, depending on what state you're in, you'd then potentially be able to use, you know, an app or use a website to lay a bet that's not legal. So maybe more people. Yeah, I mean, there's a thing. There's a thing called geofencing. So what geofencing is is basically like putting up a fence around the boundaries of the state in which you reside. And you know, look, if, if you're a resident of California, for example. And they don't, you know, legalize sports gambling, which would be stupid, by the way, because there's a ton of revenue they can generate for a state that misappropriates funds all the time and has still has high taxes. We won't get into that. Today. There it is, little yeah. shot to the rib cage by Brady Quinn. Yeah, there <laughs> how can he is. you still be in a deficit and you've got one of the highest yeah. tax brackets? It's ridiculous, it California. Little, get it together. Little, uh, little uh, Mike Tyson rib cage head, body oh. head, body so, head. There so, you go, Brady. So, piece of advice: legalize it and then go, you know, tax it and get some revenue off it for your state. But that being said, right now until they legalize it, you know, you wouldn't really be able to do it unless you were, you know, somewhere like New Jersey. Now, again, they'll have like. Uh, sports books set up, tangible physical sports books set up, and and that's actually more of a concern. Like some experts in this are saying, it's probably easier to manipulate the system if you're like underage to walk in with a fake ID and lay a, lay a, a bet in a sports book than it will be to do so um, from an iPhone or online and and try to figure out a way of getting in a bet. So, but but that's kind of the idea of I think where this is going. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, there is an aspect um, to a big story in the world of sports, and it could affect you, the fan. All right, so you listening to this show right now, it could take a major effect on you. Find out what that is next on FSR. All right. Little slipknot to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> little, little, uh, Bobo yeah. Bobo hates when you don't name who the actual performer is. <laughs> Uh, Not right. really. I don't really care anymore. Yeah, you do. <laughs> anymore, see? Yeah. It, this has been something that you guys have dealt with a lot in the past. No, because I really thought that he was serious at one point in time, then I realized he was just Jonas. <laughs> like, yeah. I, can't, I can't tell you how many times people have just assumed that I was being serious, going, oh, oh my God, you really thought that was Metallica? It was Jay-Z, man. Dude, Twitter used I to know, go man. up Twitter's back in the, day. the worst. Oh, it's God. the worst. 
All right, so uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Arnie Spanier and Chris Plank will be here a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I happen to know that because I have a good sense of things. I'm able to read people. And you want to know how I know that Arnie Spanier is going to be on a show with Chris Plank here coming up in like about 10 minutes from now. You want to how know how I know? know that? How do you know? Because I can just feel that Chris Plank is miserable right now. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I just have a feeling. I, I love Plankster, and I know, I know <sighs> just his mood right now is like, oh, God, for the next two hours, wow. I've, I've got to hear, uh, I've got to hear Steve, Steve Kerr references, and I've got to hear about uh, gambling <laughs> references that he lost, and I've got to hear about his, the time that uh, you know he went to school with Jeannie Buss and all the other crummy stories that Arnie yeah. still spins and tries to get people to believe. Wow. Hey, so so I actually had the chance just real quickly to talk to uh, Chris Christie, which he's the guy who started this the whole movement to get legalized sports gambling. Hey, Chris, you don't know why? No. Yeah, he was the governor of New Jersey, all right? And he basically took it up and said, and, and what he was trying to do was drive traffic to Atlantic City. That, that was the whole reasoning for it. He wanted to create another reason for people to come in and try to save Atlantic City. So that's how it all went down. And, and obviously, the, the, I believe the ruling was re- reversed. Um, I forget the acronym they used for it. But anyway, that was like the origin of it. It was Governor Chris Christie for New Jersey bringing up the case to try to help save Atlantic City. That's awesome. Now, and you yeah. know what? Here's, let me ask you this, because this is one of the first things I thought about. So there are people out there that maybe have never gambled before. So this world is going to open up to them. And I just want to give a warning to many of you people out there. It is a unforgiving landscape. All right. Like, I know it seems like a lot of fun. We're all going to get rich. We're going to make so much money. There's a reason why majority of the time when you go to Vegas, they still have their fountains and multi-billion dollar buildings still up and running and you've got pocket change left over because you spent it all. Okay, they always win. They're always going to win more than you. That's just the way this goes. So for the people out there, they're going to venture into this dark universe called sports gambling. It's really, really fun, really a good time, but be careful, all right? Because it can yeah. get away from yeah. you. Um, and not that Ask I know. Live bet Jesus. Yeah, I mean, Ask Live l- Bed listen, Jesus. Listen, not that I know from experience uh, being a busboy at TGI Fridays and uh, doing a uh, a $100 parlay on a Cavs <laughs> Magic game years ago <laughs> and then losing that and realizing I was going to work the entire rest of my weekend for free because of the money I lost on the bet. But never mind that. <laughs> We're not going to go back into bad times here. Here's what I wanted to throw at you. Because I think down the road, this is going to turn into betting booths in stadiums. I, I firmly believe that. I think that's the next uh, more thing. More than that, yes. you'll be able to bet from your seats. Absolutely. And, and that's the way this is going to go, which is why I present this to you. Mm, okay. If you're a better out there and say you're watching a, let's say, a, a Brown Steelers game and you're a Steelers fan and you're watching the Steelers and the Browns and say the over-under is at 44. So we've got an over-under at 44. And say the score of this game is 28-10 to 10 Steelers. And say Baker Mayfield goes back to throw, gets picked off, and the Steelers start to return a potential pick six. You know what's going to happen to that stadium? You're going to have half the stadium 
not knowing whether or not they should cheer for their favorite team because they just realized if he returns this all the way, I'm going to lose my over-under bet. I want to know I want to know what it's going to do to the vibe inside stadiums and arenas when people really start betting and it's that accessible because I think they're going to be torn over whether or not they're cheering for money or whether or not they're cheering for their team. And I'm telling you that that's a that's a bigger deal than people realize now. That's going to have an impact on 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 the environment, the vibe in stadiums and I'm fascinated to see what that's going to be like. And and true, but but not to sink your ship there on this whole conversation. I would imagine that most people who are at the stadium there to witness the games, they're not the most, um, don't have the most betting acumen. So they're probably just going to be betting for the team. They're probably betting the over. They're probably, you know what I'm saying? They're probably betting those things that they're not going to be that, I don't know, torn in that moment. I I just, I I think that you're now adding a different element. No, I think the question is if they're up 28 10 and if they're okay with Cleveland scoring a touchdown on them. To be able to hit the over if they had the over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they know they're still going to win the game. Now it's just about winning the bet. So are they cheering at the point where Cleveland scores a touchdown? Well, that, that's my question. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I've i got one piece of betting advice. Bet on Brady Quinn to vomit on an Irish car bomb at his golf tournament. <laughs> Seriously. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.